Glory, hallelujah. We are back at it. We made it through, guys. Yes, sir. We made it through. Well, made it through what? I know. <laughs> we're reopened now, Texas, man. We're reopened. We made it through the corona. We're 25% through, right? There's, we're only opening at 25% capacity. You can't ever let me be optimistic, can you? I'm, I'm just so fucking happy. Well, before I jump the gun a little bit, are, for God's sake, are the bars back open? Are we? Are the bars open? Anybody know that? Well, that's the only thing that matters. That's the only thing that matters for me, man. I was going crazy, honestly. I mean, I was drinking left and right, but still. I'm ready to you know, go to the bars and pay you know, $8 a Exactly. You know, I'm tired of going and buying a 12 pack for you're an alcoholic months, when right? you sit at home drinking every day yeah. at your house. When yeah. you go out to the like bars, you're socializing. You're being yeah. a citizen. You're you're paying. You're contributing to the economy. You're helping small businesses grow. That's why I do. That's why I drink, guys. I don't know about y'all, but that's my civic duty. Is getting Not only that, but like you're like a like a baller, right? Like you know what? I don't want to go buy a 12 pack at Kroger. Yeah, right. I want to go make it rain. <laughs> make, yeah, bar, I wanna, you know? That's beneath me. You know, you know I want to go spend 12 wanna, bucks on a Jack and Coke. Like I said, you know? well, I want to. Matthew, he wants to spend some. Somebody else is 12 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You know, uh, if you're all wondering who this shrewd lady is sitting next to me, it's my my sister, Amanda G. She's joining us. So welcome, Mandy. Hey but guys. if you ever make another comment like that, your ass is <laughs> off. off. For sure. I for won't sure. be invited anymore. No, man, it's crazy. Well, honestly, it begs the question, right? Texas is reopening. I was, I was joking about the whole bar thing, honestly. But it did come out today that... You know, as of Friday, May 1st, that we're re-institutionalizing, you know, like a soft reinstituting opening. a soft opening of all these, you know, small businesses. You said 25%. I think it's the phase one. And then phase yeah. two, they're going to jump to 50%. But it kind of, you know, a lot of people are talking about it. And I got to ask you guys, do you guys think we're reopening a little too soon? I mean, I think yes and no, right? <clears throat> so, the, you know, for, when I say yes, you're going to piss some people off and say, oh, fuck you. Like, yeah. you're not out of a job or you're not hurting. So, you know, you know, and that's true, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I've been blessed enough to, you know, still be able to work from home and continue to get my same salary and stuff like that. So it is a blessing. And I know there's a lot of people out there suffering. Um, so from that aspect, I feel like, yes, let's reopen to give people, you know, some income coming in for those that are struggling. Um but high-level overview, my just honest opinion, I, I think we're rushing into it a little bit. And hopefully, you know, you know, the governors and stuff know what they're doing in reopening areas. Yeah, that's uh, what's Because, I mean, the thing that you look at is like a domino effect, right? Like, yeah, things are getting a little bit better. But now that people are going to be, you know, coming into more contact than we have over the last few weeks, you know, what, what's that snowball effect going to look like in the event that those numbers spike up again? Are you yeah, going to shut down yeah, the economy exactly. a second time? You know, and then it's going to, to me, it'll be worse. So my thing is kind of like, you know, let it play out a little bit. And so you, you, you can kind of guarantee that, you know, everyone's going to be safe and stuff. Yeah. Because I do know that all the stores and places that are opening are still implementing the social distancing. But I was at Target yesterday and... It's hard to do this six feet away from. That doesn't really work, you know. Yeah. Like, but my my thing the whole time, even even you know, grocery stores have been open, and like I said, it, you know, it's the third time in a row that I say it. That's the highlight of my week, right? So going to the grocery store, you know, you're touching shit in yeah, there, right? Too. And you know, I know someone, you know, you're getting produce, for example, yeah, and you're touching exactly. stuff. Touching the guy, well, you know, I'm not the only one that day or whatever getting the produce from that. Yeah. Well, Mark, that Mark Cuban area. came out and saying, you know, because, you know, Dallas owner, Mark Cuban businessman, he came out saying that um, he, he his concern and a lot of people's concern is like because this corona is so damn 
you know, it's so many people, it's leaving so many people so damn curious about it, you know, it's so unpredictable, people don't understand it fully, everybody's saying, man, who knows that if it doesn't come back, like, in a second wave and just hits even more, like, strong, gets people, like, levels everybody's ass, and Mark Cuban's saying, you know, you're opening these retail stores, and he just threw out a scenario, like, you know, people go and try clothes on, what are you going to do for, you know, the people who try clothes on, who might have the corona, they're asymptomatic, so they're not showing any symptoms, and they take it off and put it back on the rack, you know, how are you going to prepare for that or you know fight against that kind of stuff and and if you don't if you don't have a system implemented like mandy was saying it's going to start affecting a lot more people and you're going to have this huge uh, second wave like everybody's predicting and things are just going to get worse but like you were saying it's like a twofold dilemma a little because you're risky there's two concerns it's the financial concern because if you were saying hold off a little more but the economy i don't think it can hold off anymore people's jobs and people's you know well-being financially they can't hold off anymore yeah. but then you're like okay we're going to help the economy we're going to help people's finances which is like a lot really important but then you got the other side of it too it's yeah. like damn you know lesser of two evils you're going you're willing to risk your health and your safety and the not only yours but of that of the whole nation the world at this point or you know are you going to you go back and start making money and Screwed if you do, screwed if you don't, kind of thing. So it's really, it's really tricky. Unfortunately, I think that's the price you kind of have to pay at this point. Because I mean, if you look at other countries like China and Italy, they went into like a complete lockdown, shutdown. Mm -hmm. Latin America did as well. We should have done that, you know. I think that would have helped us get back into like normal business faster. Because now what you did is you kind of like half-assed close some places and now you don't know when to open up again yeah so. definitely who's that um the owner of tesla elon musk is like considered like the smartest guy in the universe did you see that instagram video he posted like um give people back their damn freedom right it's like a fascist to keep people well, that, that tell thing, people to stay home is, it is a little bit you can't tell people that but it's like you got to look at the greater good i guess at this point you know if people are going out and that's the thing like you know the government hasn't at least here in Houston, right, hasn't said, we better not catch you out, you know. Up until, you know, I think last week they implemented wearing the mask in Harris County and stuff, and, you know, and that, that just started. But when you really look at the big picture, like, you should be doing that anyway, right? You know, if, especially if you're that, if people that are concerned will wear the mask, you know. Or if you're that damn worried, don't go out. You know, that's my biggest thing. Like, people complain, oh, I'm not going to go out, you know, and get it. And they bitch about, oh, I have to, you know, well, stay your ass home. You don't, you don't have to go out. Like, you know, and then, and, you know, like you said, it's twofold, right? You know, people are tired of being home. They're worried, you know, from being in quarantine. But on, at the same time, they're ready for the movies and stuff to open. It's like, man, you can't have your cake and eat it too. So what is it? You know, are you really concerned about getting sick? Well, stay your ass home. And you should be thankful. That, you know, they're, they're putting these precautions and stuff in place where, you know, to minimize risk. Um, but, you know, those, those people. Hey, dude, I got to admit, I, I am kind of one of them, dude, because I am waiting for the damn barbershops to open up again. I need a damn haircut, dude. Well, see, that's and see, that's, what, that's what's pissing a lot of people yeah. off, too, though. Like, damn, dude, you really, you need a haircut that damn, we're in a fucking pandemic right now, lockdown, quarantine, and you're worried about yeah, your I mean, damn hair. You know, you're trying so I get to, that. Well, I get that. Is, I mean, I guess I don't really know how, what they're going based on, on how they're deciding what to open, what not to open, but I just don't understand how a movie theater is open and not a hair salon. You would think a hair salon is a little more sanitary. I, I'm, and I'm assuming because you can still practice 
some relative social distancing in a movie theater. Like, hey, sit every four seats from each yeah. other, right? Or it's big. And after every movie, we can go and wipe down everything. I think, I think what, what Mandy's saying is because you know damn well they're not. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, not knocking anybody, but most of the time you go to the movies, who do you have working there? Teenagers. And I'm not saying that all teenagers are. I was a teenager once. And, you know, my thing is like trying to get out to make a little bit of money, you know, to, you know, do whatever. You know, I'm not necessarily working to pay bills at home. So that's just money to spend. I'm not going to take it way too serious. I'm not going to go, you know, you know, you're still 16. You're not thinking about, oh, I need to do a badass job and wipe every single inch of this seat off at the movie. Well, I think the good thing, at least about this, is that the people working are just as susceptible and vulnerable to catching it. So if if anything, if you don't care about your neighbor, right, at least care you should care yourself. about yourself. Like, damn, I better, I'm out here, I'm but risking myself. the thing myself. is, like, those, the those, guys aren't, those guys aren't wiping areas that they're going to be sitting, right? They're yeah. working there. Yeah. So if anything, they, they care about keeping, and that's the thing, that's what I say, they're not going to go above and beyond to go touch places that other people have been yeah. sitting and doing who knows what in yeah. the movie theater, right? Mm-hmm. And and that we were talking about this the other day, just in general, aside from the virus and all that, when you really think about it, man, and I, I don't know, I, I, it, I don't go often enough, but when you really sit back and think about it, the movie theater is one of the damn dirtiest probably places you could ever go. Not dude. AMC, bro. They are nah. they are upgrading. <laughs> don't dude. let the new seats fool you. The bro. new seats, bro. They're so people, comfortable, man. Nasty ass people are still sitting. You in got there, all man. those particles in the seat, right? You yeah. know, particles. people are blowing wind and you're sitting on it. That's my favorite part, though. If I'm being honest, yeah. you know, because you feel close to other people, like that yeah. social connection. <laughs> so no, um, so the, but they are. I mean, we could argue about it left and right, but point is they're slowly if anything which is another thing how are you going to fucking enforce 25 percent? you know like how can you really do that i just don't, I, I don't think it's very practical i mean you're gonna have people standing outside the store I mean, hey only you know like almost like i'm sure they're gonna have to implement something like when you go to the parking garages like hey only 20 people are in here we can't let any more people and wait in line and kind of that system but um they're doing it right they're gonna they're opening it up so i guess my question now is today was the first day they're starting to open up what are the places you are looking forward to going back to the most? Like, what are y'all missing, you know? Well, I'm actually guilty. Today, I actually drove by TJ Maxx. God damn it. Get out. <laughs> are you fucking kidding me, Mandy? I was Get actually hoping out. they were open. So Will you pass I by or you went in TJ Maxx? Honest I, time. I drove by with she Eric. He was fucking itching. Yeah. Dude, like a dolphin. Like, TJ <laughs> Maxx. TJ hey, Maxx. Well, first of all, can go to Ross. I tell you that story, <laughs> I can understand the people who want to get back to business because that's when you know you got a lot of money in the bank just no. sit in there bro. I like, know, man I know. you know what so i keep seeing this money stack i just gotta fucking so make it rain mental somewhere. health perspective uh as a stay-at-home mom who feels like oh here we, here go. we go i feel like i'm in quarantine or i've been in quarantine for the past eight months that's how old nicholas is so shout out to nico shout out to nico do, but don't ever blame him yeah don't ever use spending him. I'm for your saying, mental health problems how I dare you see why how you dare you woman some sort of normality or to get back just to get out of the house to do something different so actually that's not why i went out i went out because i just got a new phone and i need a phone case before i break my phone how so, dare you how dare you, how dare you risk TJ the lives Max. of those you love in the whole world for a phone case <laughs> i know at tj maxx but see, that's how you know I'm not rich because I went to TJ Maxx being a Amazon.com. Just throwing that out there. Just you could have opened it up from your... I think you get a thrill of putting people at risk, though, now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I'm I felt teasing. really guilty, though, driving up to no. TJ Maxx. Were they, were they open? 
No, they weren't open. TG That's Maxx why I felt open. guilty. Like, oh. dang, not even the store who makes money yeah. well, decided why, well, to open. But you I'm said you went to Target shop. recently, and I know those places are. Why are those places open? But like a store like TJ Maxx, they were considered, considered non-essential? essential, I guess, because, because they retail? do they do have like uh, well, most Targets now I think are like Super Target, right? right. So they, most of them have groceries. groceries. You know, um, Just, um, you I know, mean, cleaning products, like things essential, like that. essential stuff. TJ Maxx isn't considered essential. No, TJ Maxx. So they still weren't open though. They weren't open. Oh damn! I was actually pretty surprised. So now I don't know if it's going to be at the discretion of these non-essential yeah, companies it's, it's, to open. Uh, up. It's not like a mandate; yeah, like you they must don't have open. To open. It's uh, it's still up to the company, right? Like, uh, so now that the governor opened, like we just got a, a letter from work on on our end, right? And uh, they said we're still monitoring it. And when we do go, it's they they they've told us for the month of May, just continue to work from home. Yeah. Um, but then whenever we do go back, they're going to do it in phases where certain individuals yeah. come back at a yeah. time. We were told right. something you know, kind of prolong it, mm-hmm. and then eventually get to where it's back to normal. I think even that first phase. People that do go back, it's going to be limited, and mm-hmm. then you are going to have to like wear a mask and right. stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. And then now you're in the summer, right? Where if daycares are still closed, you know, it's gonna they're gonna have to be flexible with workers that you know don't have the daycare option that you know both the husband and wife work. So what do you do with your kid? You know. Yeah. So they're gonna have to kind of be, and they they mentioned that in our newsletter mm-hmm. today too. Like we understand and we will be flexible. Um, and bottom line, man, as long as things are being done and you're productive, yeah, there's it's, no it, issue. It with is working tricky from though, home. man. There's so many factors to consider when going back. I mean, like I said at the beginning, in my life, I mean, I'm only 24 right now, so you know, I'm barely considered an adult, you know what? I guess. But Some in my bullshit. life. I- that this is what your second year of working mm-hmm. and you already get like it's like a two-month half-ass vacation you know what i mean <laughs> Some bullshit. hey man i'm enjoying it like but it goes but back you said right you're somebody I mean, who likes to go to work what's you like that? to be in the office yeah you? that's what i was gonna say it affected me a little because i liked going in i liked working at home there's just too many damn distractions i think you know and that's that i don't even have kids or a wife or anything but i just and it's just more for convenience right at work i had my two big ass monitors my big desk and all that so i just easy convenience but no we, they told us something very similar today that um they're targeting mid-may and when we go back they're gonna kind of start doing it like two weeks on and then two weeks off whatever you know so it's good it's good to see that we're on the track to getting back to normal but the big concern is are we really on that track or is something waiting just around the corner to fucking level all our asses out you know so it's important though. You got to stay sane. You got to stay just, sane. I'm just glad that I'm not the one having to make those type of decisions, right? Because it is, yeah. It, yeah, is it is kind is of a gamble. Yeah. You know, they, you know, Trump and whoever the governors have the, you know, the best yeah. doctors right there in their ear, kind of giving them advice. You know, providing them with the best data possible. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, when they make those tough decisions, I guess that's why they have the roles that they do. It's still a gamble. Mm-hmm. Nothing's there's nothing, no testing that's going to be done that say release everything. And 100%, without shadow of a doubt, we can guarantee that no more infections will occur. Yeah. That, that's not possible, right? So it is a tough decision when you look at it, like, because eventually they have to pull the trigger yeah. and decide, delay it or reopen everything. And exactly. it's like you and said, I think what makes it even harder is you don't know too much about the virus. Yeah. I think they're learning more. Mm-hmm. You don't know how it's going to come back, if it's going to come back. Yeah. You know, you can't say it's like the flu because, yeah. I mean, we know if the flu like, is seasonal. The flu. Right. Yeah. You don't know how this yeah. one's going to come back. And even back. more to that, it's scary because you have like you said you're having to put your trust and faith 
and somebody you don't know necessarily who to trust the government right there's a lot of controversy that are they really doing what's like going out with the best intentions for all the citizens are they doing it for their personal greed or because they just need money are they willing to you don't know what they're doing i think as an individual you got to be smart too right because even if the president gets on tv tomorrow and says hey we're reopening everything up um, you know, but work, you know, it's up to, you know, each company, each corporation to do what they want, but we're given the green light if people want to reopen. Yeah. And your job's giving you the ability to work from home. It's still up to you. No one's telling you to forcing you to go to yeah. the store exactly. and go out and you still want to wear a mask and no one else's. Mm-hmm. That's your discretion, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. You take that upon yourself. So if you want to be, you know, if you want to risk yourself and go out and you feel it's a risk, well, don't, you know, and you, but you, you got to weigh people, those options, yes, right? You, that's what I was going to say. You have to weigh because for some people, it may not be that easy, right? Like, damn, man, I don't want to go out, but fuck, I need to pay my bills. You know, yeah. I got jobs where I have to go out, man, yeah. or else how am I going to get fucking food? You know, these stimulus checks, I don't know if they're going to get there. Well, now that they're reopening, they're probably not going to come in anymore. And I think, honestly, I think at the end of the day, it's unfortunate, but it's just the way of the world, right? Yeah. Should it be? No. If you believe in God, if you really, you know, believe in your faith, Mm -hmm. it's not about money and stuff. That just leads to to bad things, you know, corruption and all that. But I think that's where we're at, though. And, and, you know, like I've told you guys before, you know, with money and stuff, you want to make more money. It's not necessarily all about that. But unfortunately, it is the way of the world, right? Money unfortunately makes makes the world go around for a lot of people. Um, So... That is a big reason. And people can say all day it's not, but the damn government is probably pushing an agenda that's, you know, economic base, right? We're, fuck, we're losing a ton of money, which we know they are. Mm -hmm. We got to do something. We're willing to risk this and people getting sick and shit, but, you know, stocks are going to go up. More money's going to go into everybody's pocketbook. We're not going to have to issue a second round of stimulus checks. Mm -hmm. So we're willing to take that risk. See, and I think that's why people... Like myself, you know, half of me is like, yeah, I mean, it's not, maybe it's not so bad if they're comparing it to the flu. I mean, I'm not saying the flu is not bad or that the virus isn't bad, but you're kind of looking around and you're seeing it's tempting to be like, I'll be okay, especially because, you know, you're young, you know, you easily forget like other people who are more vulnerable to getting seriously sick from it. Mm -hmm. So you're like, okay, if it's like the flu, you know, I'll be okay. I'm okay with maybe getting it. Yeah. But you but forget the, the thing, risk of right? other people. It's not like only the that, flu, but then it's so unlike the flu as well. That's exactly yeah. what I was going to say. And then, But then the other half of me is like, well, if the government's willing to lose all this money over it, there has to be something more to it, you know? It has yeah. to be scarier than the flu. Yeah. Well, it's going back to what you were saying, the government pushing agendas. And normally, I'm not a conspiracy theorist guy. You know, I really don't like... I, I just don't care to pay attention to it. Uh, you got to go a lot of digging, and you, you just got a lot of work to be a conspiracy theorist. But a lot of people out there, you know, you see them like, damn, was this whole corona thing just like a, a masquerade? Cover yeah, cover-up or something even bigger. And then you talk about the corona. I don't know if you guys are seeing it, but UFOs are kind of coming back in right now, yeah, man. Like, everybody's that. fucking talking about it on no, social media. I think they're trying to come out with the Roswell too. Is you know it's like a what's that? I know Roswell, the New Roswell. Mexico thing, but the, the show. Did you ever watch it, Roswell? Nah, it's from nah. like the nineties, I think. It was well, like it was, a UFO it was show? based in Roswell, Lame. New Mexico, but it was about teenagers that like it was like a like Michael a was single for most of his teenage years watching UFO <laughs> Roswell and that. all that. No. It was like a TV show. Or yeah, what? it was like a TV show. It was a pretty long running series. Oh shit! Um, so yeah. Roswell, obviously, yeah. it's based there in Roswell, New Mexico, nineteen forty. You know, Roswell, UFO, where that you know, weather balloon yeah. supposedly fell. So, well, anyways, the cool thing because UFOs are coming back now because recent, well, like seven years ago. 
Um, who's the the military air base? The Air Force. The Air Force. The Air Force. Apparently, seven years ago, they caught on their radar. A couple of guys who were flying their jets, planes, whatever they were flying, caught on their radars like some ufo at the time right but nobody was acknowledging it they just caught this unidentified flying object going like crazy speeds like flying in ridiculous patterns that no man-made that we had known was able to do that they were like going against 200 mile per hour winds way up there just crazy that what are we looking at right the guys on their you know radio was captured so that was like a big ufo video seven years ago but then recently, like within the past two weeks, the Pentagon came out and said, yeah, we confirmed those videos were, were true. Those were actual videos captured by the Air Force. And we can acknowledge now that we still consider those UFOs. We don't know what they were. They were unidentified flying objects. So it's not that it necessarily means it was aliens. They just don't know what it was, right? So it brings up an interesting question, though, because I want to ask you guys now. And it's going to be a simple general question that I'm not going to, in a pure form, I guess, do you guys believe in aliens? Because that's what's going around right now. A lot of people are asking, like, damn, are aliens real now? Or Well, I think know. that's a question that's been asked for... For a long time, but especially forever. now, because now people are saying right. um, all More these conspiracy theorists, like, yeah, now that's what they're really trying to cover up. They brought the corona, and then people are even, like, tying it in, like, oh, now they're confirming aliens and this corona outbreak, whatever, you know, they saw their sightings over in China, so all they're these just, random... It's crazy. Of course, you have ra- you have, like, crazy people just throwing out gibberish out there just for the sake of throwing out conspiracy theories. But it leads to an interesting question because I feel like everybody's thought about it at least yeah. once. The aliens. There's so many damn sci-fi movies about it that we have to ask. So what are your guys' thoughts on that? Do you guys think that there are aliens that exist? And when we be what we got to define what we mean by aliens real quick, right? I mean, for you guys, it might be fucking, you know, E.T. phone home or those yeah. gray guys with those huge ass eyes. But for scientists, alien life just means something that's not on Earth, right? It could be on something Mars at a fucking... From- little unicellular bacteria is alive on mars that's an alien life force right Right. so of course these conspiracy theories are talking about advanced alien civilizations who are coming making contact with earth but what are your guys thoughts on that i mean how about that how about that that? (laughs) i it wouldn't surprise me if you know one day like for sure i mean because like you said these are still like conspiracies and things like that but it wouldn't surprise me if something else was out there Mm -hmm. I do have to be honest, though. Even if, even though it wouldn't surprise me, it would kind of like rock my world a little bit. It would shake me up a little bit <laughs> because, as far as like, um, I guess from the perspective of like my faith, right? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. technically in the Bible, you know, it does say God created the earth, but it doesn't leave. What out verse that. did it say that meant? It? No, I'm joking. I'm <laughs> doesn't joking. say he didn't create anything else, yeah. right? Yeah. But I've always felt like, oh, you know, we're special. We're like this the human race you know mm-hmm. like there's nothing greater than us like yeah. uh but so in, it would kind of i'm not gonna lie and say like oh mm-hmm. i'd be fine with it or any it'd be weird and it would kind of trip you a little trip me for a sure little man it, it, that's what i was thinking as well um it's easy to say because i take the the my stance on the whole thing is similar to mandy like honestly it wouldn't surprise me like the universe is so damn big you know we know that or at least we have faith that the scientists are telling all us all this information it's true right that the universe is so damn big our solar system just alone you know encapsulates so many damn light years and all that and that's just one in a billion whatever so if you told me like hey man there's alien life out there like you said, it wouldn't surprise me, but it's easy to say that now until you see like a damn UFO yeah. coming from the from the skies. You'd probably be like, what, what in the, the hell? You know, like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. And it would question your faith. No doubt it would have to. It's but I take the stance like known, you know? alien life doesn't necessarily mean 
or for me, it doesn't mean at all that there's not a God. Like you were saying right. in the Bible, it says man is like the pinnacle of God's creation. Right. Man's created in his image. But that's here on earth, right? right? Who's to say, you know, that the Bible was instituted just for us, human, for humanity here on earth. And out there, there's another God's creation, right? I mean, who knows? Who knows? The way I see it, and you, y'all might laugh and be like, what are you talking about? It's like, I kind of see it that. like, you know, you have your parents and then to figure out that there's alien life is like to find out your dad had like this other family that's kind of how i see my relationship <laughs> with god like what, what in the like, world did you mean by that, that come from yeah like yeah. you said a little bit of jealousy right like damn jealousy, man i thought like, i was really? the favorite like yeah. i thought you know yeah. it's not just us you know yeah yeah for sure but i mean that doesn't I wouldn't say like, oh, I don't believe in God anymore. Like that's, yeah. you know. You definitely have to do life. some soul searching right. though, for sure. Just for a sure. little bit. I mean, yeah. just because every that's all I know, you know. Mm-hmm. I know earth. God yeah. created earth. It's always been about earth. So yeah. never really think about what else is out there. Yeah. Especially so. if we find out like these aliens come and they start like trying to kill us all like on War of the Worlds or something. You got to be like, damn, what the hell is that all about? Yeah. Where did that come from? You know, you know? Don't even when, have when, a when, chance. When you, yeah, we never, when you talk about. Yeah, when you talk about like, oh, shattering your world and like kind of, yes and no, because it would be new, right? It's something right. new. That's, I but that's what I, mean. I mean, the same thing can really go and be applied to like dinosaurs, right? There's right. been proven, you know, oh, dinosaur, dinosaurs existed, well. right? Mm-hmm. You know, we, I mean, you go to the museum and you see their skeletal structure there. Or, you know, I mean, we think it's real, mm-hmm. but you know, it's been discussed and it's talked about and archaeologists have come out and said, oh, they, they did exist. So, you know, that's not in any. But even any that's like a question of, of faith, either, though, right? right? Yeah. Because you're believing. You you don't know. You can't prove that dinosaurs are yeah. real. Just like you. And then that just opens up. We'll go back to the aliens yeah. a little bit. But it just talks about a wider thing that we kind of take for granted everything that we know, right? right? It's like, no, you don't know that. Some some guy who you think smarter than you told you that. And just by faith, you believe in it. Yeah. You take it to be mm. true. And you have to, right? You can't go reinventing the wheel. You can't go and prove everything. Try to prove everything, right? If someone tells you dinosaurs exist... There's no way in hell that you and I are going to be able to... I mean, we could spend our whole lives trying to disprove it, but for what? You know, that's my thing. Like, Why am I going to try to waste my time doing that? It doesn't affect me either way, right? And like you're saying, it, you know, God doesn't talk about dinosaurs in the Bible. Does that, you know, mean that they didn't exist? It's like, no, they very damn well may exist. And we do believe they exist. At least I do, you know. It's like, hey, man, I I don't know the conspiracy theory on why the hell they would lie about dinosaurs. I really don't give a damn either, but... If they did exist or don't, it doesn't really affect me either way, right? I mean, they don't exist now, so I don't give a damn, I right? guess the reason it would kind of throw me off, and this is another question that I'm sure everybody at some point asks themselves, is like, what our purpose is and what would their purpose be? You know what I mean? Like, well, you could ask that about any damn life. creature now. Like, well, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. you know, like, especially if they're attacking us, right? Like, what the if they're hell, attacking man? us? Well, they could just be another fallen race like us because technically humans, according like to the religious context of fallen, you know, we're in a fallen state right now. God created us. We betrayed him. We, you know, ate the apple. Damn Eve. It goes back to all women. All women are evil, Mandy. No, I'm joking. <laughs> but, you know, we Was felt. Was Eve that ate that? It was Eve. She, she ate it tempted. first, and then she convinced Adam to ban that. That just goes to prove. That's the that first That just goes law. to prove that yeah. he just wanted to smash. Yeah, so he exactly. was going to do whatever he <laughs> yeah. needed to. He's like, I'll eat eight apples if you want me to. I'll eat 12 of them. And I'll eat that fucking snake. Yeah. <laughs> 
That's what so, she was so trying to God do, built yeah. us like as men to be horny from the get go, dude. It's a biological drive, man. So yeah. I, it's it's kind of God's fault. Damn, oh, get out of here, God, man. Well, now no, now aliens saying. are gonna far, attack us for sure, far. bro. Now we're gonna get attacked by aliens. You're damn. Fault. God's listening You're off the right podcast. now, taking notes. He didn't know which one to be <laughs> superior. Mike, I, I never people. liked him. I never yeah, liked I never him really. Liked Michael was always the wild card. You know, you know what? I was the black sheep of the family. Yeah, he's like don't say R. Yeah, you don't say our family. Don't put us us with you, man. Stay over there. Drink your Buffalo Trace, bro. You're going to need it. No, all I know is that, you know, going to family and black child of, you know, black sheep of the family, black child. (laughs) But uh, black sheep of the family. We're Mexican, right? Um, (laughs) You know, my life with mom and dad was fucking great until you guys came along. That's not what they tell us. That's not what I hear, dude. I don't believe it, dude. I don't believe it. Else they wouldn't have... I was the only planned kids. one, and y'all three were mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and what a glorious mistake they made, yeah. dude, because y'all would have been screwed if you were the only child, bro. For sure, aliens would have attacked your damn house. <laughs> That's for damn sure. Yeah. yeah, It's crazy, man. It's crazy, all these conspiracy theories. You got to... It's hard to... It, it really does... Que- it makes you question what you do know and what you really don't know, right? I was saying it a little earlier, but... You know, aliens, do they exist? Do they not exist? It's really going to come down to a personal question, man. Until, like we said, until they start coming down and just blasting us like a war of the worlds, whatever, with those beams and all that. It, it's well, you have to know that if there are aliens, they're already more advanced than us. If they can come here and we can't go over yeah, there. But then so. it asks the question, if they are more advanced, why haven't they shown their face, you know? Or maybe they have already. Maybe they fucking rule this world already and they're just like, hey, man, we're gonna let them fuck around, do whatever maybe, they want. They have Earth somebody is like in charge. like a small, like-ass planet. Like, it's yeah. not even worth Detectable. them, like, yeah. coming like, what to conquer. Want? Look at know? these, like, like, they look at us, like, look yeah. at these idiots, man. Like, they're we're fucking like in quarantine like they barely, right now for They barely bars. got cell phones. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Damn, what, what use <laughs> are they to <laughs> us, right? Like, there's no use for us. Like, they're global warming, right? They got global yeah. warming. They're still using fossil fuels, like, what the hell, man? To us, to them, Let's we're probably like eight. Let them destroy man. themselves. Yeah, exactly. Let's just let them. It's that. There's that one funny Instagram meme, like uh, because the alien, the UFOs, right? The sightings and all that. Someone's posting like um, the UFO. It's probably like someone's daughter, like on uh, some alien life force, has got in trouble. You know, she got in trouble because she took her dad's a spaceship out without him knowing and got caught on, you know, uh, by the radars and all <laughs> yeah. that. The alien dad's like, "Damn it, man! You know we're not supposed to go over there, and you got caught." Yeah. I butchered that joke, but yeah. it was pretty funny. Yeah. Shitty joke. Yeah, it was pretty funny. I thought funny. it was going somewhere better, but <laughs> I thought it was too. You know what movie? You know, it's really hard about to explain aliens, memes, man. One, one movie that scared me um, was Signs. I With never saw Mel Gibson Signs. and Mel Joaquin Gibson. Phoenix. No, it was pretty scary, man. It was a good movie. It was scary because you didn't even see the aliens at the, the very end. Like alien, it was more because of the suspense, you, you know. know? You know and you don't like, really see them yeah, until who is it? The uncertainty, I think, is what gets. That's a lot what I was going to say. You know, know? It makes you question. When like, you not, damn, when how you much don't do I not know, know things? That's the scary yeah. part. We, you know? we fear what we don't know. Is that exactly. common saying, right? Yeah. Signs. Don't they throw water on it and it kills? That's my thing. Like you're that damn advanced, but you die with water. Like, hey, that might be it, though, man. Well, you know, maybe water, like, they, they haven't been able to find water anywhere. That very, maybe that's our secret weapon, our water here on Earth. Intelligent people kind of lack common sense. Well, maybe that's, that's a aliens. that's a joke about like engineers, right? Super smart, book smart, but mm. they they have the least common sense out of anybody. Well, I don't yeah. know how true yeah. that is. Yeah. It's just a joke about engineers, right? Yeah. Not all of them. Most yeah. have a lot of common sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it is, you know, some that are like super book smart. And it's for that reason, though, because their whole life they were just, Focused they had their noses that. in the books and didn't really, you know, socialize with. Because I mean, when you look at a lot of, not all, but a lot 
of really intelligent people growing up. They're kind of to themselves, really shy most of the time. Um, and so they don't really get to live that day to day, like, uh, interactment, right. you know, with people. And it's just, I think it's difficult, you know, for them to interact when they get older and, you know, and it's not yeah. so much that they're dumb. It's just yeah. kind of that they clumsiness that, that, yeah, that it's just probably a because bit of awkwardness, so, their heads you know? are so much into these theories and these equations or whatever. I don't, whatever right. they're smart yeah. at, whatever their genius is at, that's what occupies all their time, you know? Yeah. You meet them, they're kind of weird people. They're like, damn, I don't know if I'd want to hang out with you or drink with like, you. I'd rather kinda, still be dumb. Yeah, like, I'd rather cool, have a dumb know? guy here drinking with me because I'd probably <laughs> have a better cool. time with him. That's why know? I didn't really study that much. Yeah, yeah because I don't want to be weird, you no, know. I was so. like, man, I want to be dumb, but like... That's why I didn't go to med school You know, either, my, my so. cool game's on point, you know. You're more yeah. focused on being cool. <laughs> I'd rather be cool and an idiot than smart and kind of socially awkward, yeah. you know. And me, so. I was not smart, but not cool either. Yeah, that was me. That was I was hoping nobody said that. That was me. I wasn't very smart. I wasn't very cool. And I blame you guys. Yeah, Michael, I don't think none born. of us were really cool. Um, I take it back. I was a cool man. I was the coolest guy. I out. think Jonathan probably, you know, looking back, is was like the more cool one in the family. It's probably because he hated our ass. Yeah. He's probably tried to be so, like, yeah. distance himself so much you know, from like, us. Like, he saw... I don't he think I Einstein. talked to Jonathan for the first time until, like, his 21st birthday. <laughs> 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 he saw him next to him. Oh, shit. Yo, you know, shit. Who are talk. you? Yeah, damn. <laughs> we're brothers. Shit, I thought I you thought worked you were for my dad. I thought you were exchange student. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you didn't know English. Wondering when you were going back. Damn, man, that's crazy. <laughs> but it's like I tell everybody, right? So, like, all the barbecues and shit I have, and you're out here um, to kind of prove it, but all my friends, what I tell them? I was like, man, I didn't talk to these two motherfuckers until, like, maybe two years ago. Like, I never talked to them when I was little, which is a lie, right? Yeah. But I'm exaggerating, yeah. but it's true, though. When we were at I mean, home, when, you know, I, Mike would be like, if he needed to talk to Matthew or Jonathan, he'd say, Mandy, tell Matthew. Like, yeah, tell I know. Jonathan. Mom, <laughs> tell that tell little that bitch. Kid, <laughs> tell the kid that sleeps in my room <laughs> to stop farting when he's asleep. All right? How do y'all Your think brother. we did that, man? Because I know a lot of people probably listening are probably drinking and <laughs> gonna laugh right now but how how did y'all feel honestly our truthful feeling about growing up in a small home like we did you know we so for the record guys those watching you know um it's four of us obviously and i'm the oldest and it's amanda matthew and jonathan and me and mandy are what five years five years, five apart. years apart so i'm eight years older than matthew and 10 years older than jonathan so for me, the the youngest is is a pretty big gap. But anyway, nonetheless, at some point, we all lived under the same roof in a in a three bedroom home. But so, a very very small. A very very small home. So those home. of you that obviously know us, family, close friends that have been to our house, you know that. Well, to my parents' house. Um, but I always say, and we look back now, you know, growing up, I hated it. I wish we had this huge mansion and stuff, yeah. and I blame my mom. <laughs> my dad always wanted that right you know he wanted the big house and you know but you know for those that know like my dad has a pretty good piece of property it's about two acres so we always had that right mm -hmm. where you know we're kind of out to ourselves no one really messed with us and you know we had a big piece of land so that was good but I think growing up in that small home is why we're so, so close, close right we're yeah, as close it, as we are yeah and it's it um, becomes one of those I think that's questions faster yeah, it's one of those questions kind of going back to like we were talking about the corona, even if the government lets people, you know, starts letting people back in, it's going to come to the the households to determine yeah. what's best for them, right? And I think at the time, like you're saying, you know, mom did it. She's probably pissed off right now. Like, damn, you threw me under the bus a little bit. But, and um, I did. And, and I did. Because I am upset. No. <laughs> Whenever you're growing up with kids and when you're man of the house, I think, I don't know, like, I'm talking just conjecture here because I, I don't have a family of mm -hmm. my own like that. 
but as man of the house, as, you know, mom of the house, it comes to a point like, okay, you know, are we going to let materialism kind of dominate our family, our household a little bit, right? Should we? Right? Because it came to the question like, hey, we can probably get a bigger house and all that, but what are you giving up for that, you know? Because dad always said too, he looks back, he goes, yeah, I wanted those things growing up. He goes, but now looking back, it was probably a really good thing that we didn't ever do that, yeah. you know, because like, at least we were always close them. For me personally, I didn't have any problem with growing up. I, I liked it. I do recall dad telling us a few times throughout the years, like, are you sure y'all don't want to move? We can move into a bigger house. And it was house. always y'all that said no. I, that's what I'm saying. I think because no. I didn't want it. I liked that situation. And honestly, like growing up, I was really close to you. I'm a middle child, right? And they always say the middle child has the worst, but I kind of had the best of both worlds. I had an older brother, I had an older sister, well, and I had yeah, a younger any, brother. Any six-year-old would be blessed to live with his 14-year-old brother right. in the same Oh, room, yeah, that's right? my point. Like, just being that close to you guys. I loved it, man. Honestly, I loved waking up, just hanging out with y'all. We had a big piece of land, so I was always out there messing around. I loved it, man. So for me, it was the other way around. Like, when I was growing up, I was like, no, I don't want to get a bigger house. It's not until I got, like, into well, I, the latter we're, years of my high school and college that I was like, I want my privacy now we weren't more, good but. negotiators because there could have been a fucking balance looking back yeah. we could have been like dad you can have a bigger house and mom you can keep this land dad build a fucking bigger house here on this property yeah. right but we never argued that yeah it was like either keep yes. it with this house no other option or move <laughs> yeah so that's when we're it torn where are you in the wrong probably not as black and white as that just because i mean it's 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 easy to look back on life and kind of say oh we should have done this we should have done that but you got to take for granted that mom and dad coming up. I mean, it's like 10 years from now, Mike is like, dad, why didn't you do this? And that I was like, well, honestly, it didn't really cross my mind because I'm I'm still growing up. I'm yeah, still no, learning. For sure. you know? and, and, you know, like I'm saying, like being a dad, you know, so I've got a teenager now. So, you know, I'm kind of starting to come around to mm-hmm. certain things that, you know, dad says like, oh, wait till you have kids. And it's it's true. One hundred percent. You know, he's he's always been right in that aspect of, you know, as far as. You know, don't never say never yeah. is his biggest thing. And I think that's the best piece of advice you can give anybody is like never say never because mm-hmm. you never know when you're going to be in a certain situation. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you're good today. That's not necessarily the case for tomorrow. So I think growing up, you know, looking at it now as as a dad, you know, and uh, like I said, a dad of a, a teenager now. I think I think it was for the right thing. Yeah. You think a lot differently than you did when you were. Yeah, for sure. And 20 when you had Mikey in Savannah. Yeah, and now, I you know? think I think growing up. In that in that small house, right? And there's yeah. there's no sense of looking back now. What if, right? Yeah. But yeah. you know, you know, for for where we're at now, I think I think it did help, and yeah. I wouldn't have changed it. And it, and it depends. It depends not only on the size of the house, right? There's that cliche, right? It's not the size of the house, but it's the size of the love in the house, yeah. right? And I'm that sure that's, that plays a huge factor when you have like a strong what. I said, I'm sure mom has that sign hanging. I think somewhere. it is. I think it's like hung up over you know, the toilet my, in the restroom or something. My biggest frustration yeah. is though is that. You know, I talk about us having to deal with <laughs> totally. it, but then Mandy got to like teenager age. And she just ruined and it. And then, no, then dad and mom were like, she needs to have her own privacy. She's a teenage girl. Well, she so, always had her own room. Yeah, well, Not fuck. always. Yeah. So I it's the to. three Maybe of us. Maybe you were like six years old or something so the, like that. So the that. three of us had to share a fucking room. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, by that time, when I was like in high school, I pretty much started sleeping oh, in the on, living man. room. Oh, come on, man. You had to give yeah. me some sort of like girl normal normalcy. 
I don't even know if I'm saying that right, but I wanted my pink room. I would watch all these shows or girls had their own room. I was like, come on, We got to give you credit, I don't have a sister. Even when she did get her own room, room, we always barged in there like it was our room. No, no, so that's where, and then that's where I have another complaint because she wants the good side of what girls should have. Mm -hmm. My own room, I want to be a spoiled brat. (laughs) But not once we're in the the kitchen like rolling tortillas or washing dishes (laughs) or nothing like that. Spoiled brat. Spoiled brat. Damn, dude, now we're bringing up like feminism and all that because you ask you tell girls that nowadays some girls like feminists and all that like yeah. we're and that's what i was gonna get back to man like hey man times are changing bro it's all about adapting and changing yeah. just like the house you know you, life's all changing you don't think the same way you did 10 years ago right you look back and you could think things now you ask most girls and most girls are gonna say that's not my role you know my yeah. role is to grow up and be my best self and you know, know, and you're losing a lot of that traditional like you said, like it, growing up, the, expect- my, the only expectation thing, was for her to start cooking. You know, the only thing cleaning. real quick, and I'll let you talk, yeah. is you're probably going to give the biggest points. And now that yeah. you're married, you know, yeah. you know, and haven't been married kid. too long, have a kid now, you're yeah. going through that. So now you can shed, you know, probably better light than anyone here on that topic. But the only thing I've ever said as far as, you know, me and Anna, Anna works, right? So it does help. And, you know, it's not about, hey, Anna, I work, you fucking, you're a maid at home. Right. And I've always told you, hey, you got to help out. The way it should be. I was like, you got to help out, right? Do your part. You know, I've been home the last five weeks. You know, I'm not ashamed to say it. You know, I cook. You know, I clean. She still does, too. Gets home and cooks and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) But to me, it's not about, like, you know, and as as corny and cheesy as it sounds, like, when you get married, you're a team, right? So it's not about, oh, this is, you know, we've got these rules. You know, we've got these set rules that we got to follow. No, it's it's a balancing act. You know, and like help out where you can. Right. My my thing that I've always said, though, as a man and you just got a woman's just got to be a complete biatch if she's going to go against it. But Feminism. my thing, my thing is, you know, as a man, it's ultimately your responsibility to take care of your family. You can have, you know, a woman could have worked 20 years and the minute she's ready to say, you know what, I'm tired of working. I think she should have that option to stay home. How dare you, sir? As a man, unless you can retire and continue to provide for your family at retirement, as a man, we don't really, a a responsible man anyway, doesn't have that option. We can't say, you know what? I've been working 20 years. I'm 50 years old. I want to chill. Like, well, I don't know how we're going to make it, but I'm I'm tired of working. No, we don't have that option. We don't have that luxury. As a man, as a man, you have to... You have to provide for your family as a responsible man, and anybody will tell you that, you know. And and it is your job. If your wife doesn't want to work or if things are lacking at home and she feels it's best to stay home and take care of things, and you have to work two jobs as a man, that's what you have to do. Go work two jobs, man. That, that That's your sole purpose is to make sure that your family is good, yeah. right? And so, again, it's a balancing act, you know. I know there's women out there that are really successful and stuff like that, and the and the guy stays home. Yeah. yeah, like I said, it's it's a, it's a team, right? Yeah. And if that that works there was for them, the, um, shit, fuck it. Jonathan and I were reading this uh, this article by the New York Times. I forgot when it came out. Maybe three, four years ago, two to three years ago. We were reading about it. It was it was a feminist uh, article, an article about feminism. You know, feminism pretty much is about women allowing women the same. Uh, put, Allowing women to reach their full potential, right? Whether it's in the workforce, the government, at home, right? That's it's all about equality for yeah. women, right? Because traditional, their their arguments like traditional roles and all that that's outdated. That was in a previous time. It's outdated. We gotta get up with the um, times are changing, and the way we view women should change as well. <clears throat> and they were saying there's been a significant increase in the amount of women going into the workforce that were 
usually roles for men, right? So they're saying feminism, but why is there still this inequality, right? This this uh, this goddamn something in the air that's saying that men yeah. are still dominating, and they're saying yeah, a lot of it with is salaries that you can, and all that stuff, right? What's that? With salaries, salaries right. and yeah, all that and they're stuff. saying that yeah, there's a lot of people, a lot of men and companies yeah. are all saying yeah, women, we can bring in the workforce, but it's not working vice versa. You're not getting a lot of men who are wanting to come into the the woman roles, right? So it's not about just getting women to go into men roles, men's uh, traditional men roles. Yeah. It's trying to get the man to also come back into those traditional woman roles, right? You got to have that homogeneity, whatever they call it, you know? So I don't know, Matt, I got to ask you, speaking about it, would you be willing to, you know, give all that up to come work in a, a traditional woman role? Like, you be the, the housekeeper? Right? And then you, you're being... The homemaker, you know, you're whatever being they a call feminist it. by saying that, right? Because yeah. right away, you say a women role, and I have a bad habit of it, too. And it's not knocking women, because I know that our CEO for Siemens for the longest time was a, a woman. Mm-hmm. You know, she sat on the board, and she was a CEO for the Why energy division. they make division, her sit on her board? Right? It's random. Um, <laughs> so... You know, women do hold very powerful roles, and I'm not knocking that. Yeah. But you know, you know, when you're talking in a you know discussion, realistically, you know, now people can hate me and stuff. But the, you know, first thing that comes to you is like, oh, receptionist or something. You know, like that's a woman role. As a guy, I wouldn't do it, mm-hmm. right? I just I wouldn't, you know, because yeah. to me, it is like, um, I mean, when and honestly, it's not being; it's just kind of fact. Yeah. When when do you go to a corporation and say, talk to my secretary, and it's a dude? I've never seen it personally, you know, and I've gone to a lot of customer sites and stuff like that. I've never seen go talk to my assistant or my secretary or the receptionist up front will give you a badge and let you in. I've never seen a guy. Yeah. Maybe I'm going to the wrong place. It could be vice versa, right? Just because there's some women who still, you know, are kind of in that traditional state of mind that, hey, that's kind of a job for a woman. I'm going to go for that. And on the flip side of that, though, like those receptionists, like the ones that work at Siemens with us, right? You know, great, great people. And they don't, they don't need to have this fancy job. You know, they, Mm -hmm. they like the hours that are set for them. They're, it's flexible. And guess what? Their husbands probably have really good jobs to where it's just the, you know, they're older. They but then just the argument would be they're the probably house, coming right? from more traditional households, though, right? Yeah, probably yeah. so. Yeah. yeah, Traditional where yeah. the man is the actual bread maker. He's going out there raising the kids. Yeah. They probably need some extra money and, or, or just, one extra just money. Out, right? or just to get out just, for a little yeah. bit. The to kids that, are grown. I think it goes to say what I believe. And this is just my belief. I don't want, like, feminists out there or women out there to yeah. hold all this pressure on me. They thinking shouldn't. I'm going to make these points. Bitch. I know, like, <laughs> that I need to represent women correctly. They shouldn't, man. Give this your is belief just in. my belief. You know, mm-hmm. we're all raised differently. Um, but I think it's a really complicated time to be a woman right now because not that... Sing it, girlfriend. <laughs> not that it, it, women in the past, I'm sure they... We all had our challenges, I'm sure. But now I think it's a, it's a special time or difficult time because we're in the middle of that tradition, I think, letting go of that tradition. Do we let it go? Do we hold on to it? What pieces do we take? You know, I got married and it's like, you know... What does society expect from me? What do I expect from me? Am I supposed to make dinner every night? You know, do I believe that I should be making dinner every night for my husband, washing clothes, you know, chores? I grew up that way, so that's all I know. You didn't do a damn thing. Washing clothes on the pila though. Yeah, you know, way. I'm gonna tell my brother-in-law Eric to go build a fucking pila when y'all when y'all move <laughs> in here. No, dude, house. we're gonna make Mandy walk 20 miles to the what's the <laughs> close by river in Houston? Well, there's a the middle. Hudson River, and and, and <laughs> wash clothes with that suavitel, the one in the bag that they yeah. use in Mexico, the powder. No, I want you to make soap out of rock. plants and then start washing the clothes I that will way. Do, all right, will do. Well, let, let me just say something so, quick. Uh, 
He you speaks. You a woman. Uh, I think the YouTube CEO is a woman, and we're on YouTube and all that. I think she is the CEO. YouTube CEO. Of YouTube. I thought it was made by uh, those two guys. The, the, the very CEO first right video on YouTube Susan was like those two guys. They, they may be, woman. you know, so, so a lot of these big corporations, right. you know, probably they have like a board. They and have all a that board, too, and so. I'm sure the C. Exactly. They have to appoint a CEO. Mm-hmm. Back to my, you know, point that I was trying to make mm-hmm. was that uh, it's we're kind of caught in the middle, you know. I, we at least were yeah. raised with mm-hmm. tradition, and you know, especially your culture too. I think that plays a big yeah. role in it. You mm-hmm. know, coming from a Hispanic culture, you know, you, we have our grandmas who probably kind of mean mug you if they see, you know, your husband serving himself instead of you serving your husband, mm-hmm. you know. And so you kind of have that part. But then you look at society and you see society telling you like, oh, women, you know, we need to be more like empowered. You know, we should be working and things like that, because I myself have been caught in the middle. Like when I tell people, for example, that I'm staying at home to take care of Nicholas, I've had a lot of people. The first thing they ask me is, when are you going back to work? Not, oh, are you staying home to take care of him? Mm -hmm. It's when are you going back? And I have to tell them, you know, oh, I decided to take the year off or whatever. Mm -hmm. But kind of like there's almost this little bit of shame, too, to being a stay-at-home mom now because, like, it's almost like, what? Like, I feel like it's hard to be a woman because they expect you to be, like, a big feminist. It's either kind of like you're... You're being lazy, right. or your husband's a dick. And right. like, well, it's either you're stuck in the old times, mm-hmm. you're stuck in those like traditional, not, outdated ways. Get with the program, right? Right. right. Kind of things like, are evolving. Right. You know, you're you still know, stuck but in when the you, old When you there. get those looks, you need to tell them it's like, bitch, am I asking you to pay my bills? <laughs> well, no, I mean, I'm not saying I get looks, but you can just sense this like little bit of shame. Like, the way they phrase the question, it's like, right. it's a, there's already like an expectation, like, right. like you know, when are you why, going back yeah. to work? Because yeah. you know, like we don't stay at home anymore. You know, but kind of like, oh well. And then, but then I get upset too when people would expect you to just, oh, you stay at home. You know, me and mom were talking the other day and she was like, oh, you know, I don't get how women don't want to stay home with their kids. You know, if they had the opportunity, why wouldn't you want to be a stay at home mom with your kids all day? And I said, that's true, you know, but you have to understand that now us women, our girls now, we're being expected to go to school, you know, go to college. It's not a question of, are women going to go to college? It's like, yeah, you're going, you know, yeah. kind of just like guys, like you're going to college. Mm-hmm. So you go to college and you get exposed to all these, you know, friends and you see like you're more independent. Women are more independent and you're expected to like, okay, I got my degree now. Let me go to work. Mm. You know, why am I just, why did I waste four years of college to not use my degree? Yeah. But then you have women all like. All the ladies, <laughs> independent, so, throw your hand up. So I told mom, you know, our, it's not just mom, not that she was like saying all mm-hmm. women should stay home. Or, we were just having a conversation. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it's not easy, you know, on our sanity. I can speak from my, you know, from my own experience of being at home for these past eight months. Mm-hmm. I worked, for those of you who don't know, I was a teacher up until last year, last school year in May. And I decided to stay home because I I thought that was the right thing to do. You know, if I'm having a baby, mm-hmm. you were teaching gonna, while you were pregnant, right? I was teaching. Uh, yeah. while I was well, pregnant. not only that, but then you know, there's a there's a you know, you can get back to your point real quick. But you know, kind of just adding on to what you're talking about right now is everybody's situation is different, right? Some some women actually have you know, and I think yours yours was definitely a career. You wanted to right. be a teacher. You knew that. You went to school, got your bachelor's for it. So we're working. Um, so that is a career. And obviously, when you go back to work, if you ever and when you go, it's obviously going to be to be a teacher. Right. So you do have your career. But there is some women that just work like it's, a, you know, 
get out of the house right. and bring some extra uh, spending money, like right. like we call it, like for vacations, you know, extra shit to do on the weekends, whatever. It's extra money, right? It's not a, a necessity to pay your bills, right. you know. And but and everybody's situation is different, you know. And you know, there's some people that have a kid unexpectedly, or they weren't really planning on it. And guess what? Now they have to stay home because they can't afford. Because fucking daycare is expensive as hell. And and then you get into the point where like, God damn, after I pay daycare and all that shit, I'm is fucking it, bringing yeah. home four hundred dollars a month. Mm-hmm. Like it's not worth it. Like I'm gonna Ooh, just stay my that's ass big home. Big baller money, you know. Yeah. Um, so and and, and everybody's situation is different. different. No, and you I, ask I, you ask a woman that makes a hundred thousand dollars to stay home versus someone that makes thirty and now has to pay for daycare. It the factors right. are a lot different, yeah. right? You know, right. it's it makes sense probably for that one that's making six figures to mm-hmm. pay right. twelve hundred dollars a month for a kid to go to daycare because they're still bringing in enough money afterwards. That person, you know, that's getting by on thirty thousand, they're probably going to say, "Yeah, fuck that, I'm not going to." Put half of my money into a daycare. It depends on the type of work as well, right? It depends, right? It depends. Mm -hmm. And if if they still, they might, if they truly are living paycheck and need that, all the money that they can get, they're probably going to pursue it. But what I'm saying is that everybody's scenario is different. But I think that might be an argument just real quick that those Mm -hmm. feminists make. Like, well, yeah, it wouldn't be that big of a damn problem if the government and society just accepted us in that role and paid us fair, right? right? Paid us the same thing men were uh, working. Then it wouldn't be that fallback that I'm I'm, I'm making shit right now. Let me go back home. And just you you made a cool comment that... um, you well, you said that you feel like there's this almost this expectation that women are kind of either expected to go back to work or be a stay at home mom that you can't either win you can't win either, either way, way right? right? But then the question should be like yeah, and I agree with you. There's definitely that expectation now that you know you kind of have to do both, right? Be a right. awesome stay at home mom, awesome while mother awesome while being an yeah. awesome damn worker, yeah. right? The question is, like, should it be that way? You know, should right. there be that expectation? Who's driving this change, right? Because it is definitely changing. Right. Go back 50 years ago, and especially, like you said, depending on what part of the damn world you're at as right. well, Mexico, U.S., you know, 50 years ago, it wasn't as prominent, this this expectation yeah. that, you know, women have to be on both sides. It's like, well, why did that start happening? And who's driving that? And should it be happening? Right? right. That's really the big question. Most people will probably say, yeah, because I agree. There's nothing wrong with, I mean, for God's sake, you went to college and I wasn't saying, hey, man, why are you going to college? You know, you yeah. sh- if you're expecting to be a stay-at-home mom, why the hell, why do you even need a degree? Right. So, no, nah, man, that's awesome that you're going to school, learning, right, preparation, expanding your horizon, your potential. But just like dad told you that, too, he's like, hey, man, it's going to be harder, though, because like Michael was saying, women at this point, the way we see it, there is that expectation that, hey, man, I'm the bread maker. And if things are going awry at home, it's kind of up to the woman. Like, hey, what's going on? You're the first line of defense, really, right? right? And Michael's, I mean, I'm not, I'm, don't let me put words in your mouth, but yeah. I'm assuming you're working now and Anna's working, right. like you and said. As a woman, I'm sorry to interrupt you, mm-hmm. but, and I, again, I can't just because I'm a girl, I, I'm not speaking for all women because. Just like you're a guy, you don't speak for all guys. We all have different points of views. But for me, at least I don't think I doubt the fact that I I almost hate to say the way I'm going to say it. I don't mean it like that. But like men, this biological, like they're superior a little bit. And uh, I know I probably just made a bunch of people mad by saying that. And I don't mean it that way. Oh, what are you saying that we are or that we're not? 
like, oh, I shouldn't have said that. I should have said that there's this difference, an obvious difference between men and women. And, you yeah. know, when you were going back to talking about working, how you feel men are kind of more ex- like it's expected of y'all to kind of be the breadwinners. Just, or like y'all just, have this bigger responsibility. And it's not even just like, work, right? But, yeah, you, you know, you're overall. sleeping. You get down for, to the evolutionary yeah, physiological, for, there's automatically a difference you know, and, between and, and, men and, and, and women. Otherwise, be, you would have men and women. It can't be, oh, men dominate here, but not yeah, here. You know, because no, no, you know, then you'll get into a big debate. Right. But it's like you're asleep one night, right? Just an example. And someone man, fucking breaks sleep. into your house. <laughs> what what woman wants a guy that's going to be, babe, that. babe. That's, that was going to be my it's point. It's like me telling you know? Anna, babe, get up, go check who it is. Right. You know? Yeah. Uh, but that's because you live in a more traditional household. Yeah, though, but no, that should be, that should honestly be any man. And yeah, and I'm going to say, I'm going to go on record right now. If that's not the case with your man at home, you should you should really rethink that. I agree with you there, right? It's kind of like, be a man. You know, I think as women, and again, I'm... Women I'm can't have it both ways either, though, right? right? It's yeah. my point. And again, I'm can't all say equality for women. This, I'm equality talking, that. <laughs> if women are listening right now, I'm here letting you know that I know it's difficult to be a woman now. And yeah, we do deserve some rights. But to that extent, like Matthew just said, I mean, some people are going to be like, well, why can't we have our cake and eat it too? Well, mm-hmm. it, the ghost there's so the, many calories yeah. in the cake. Don't eat that cake. <laughs> for men too, you know, they have issues that, I mean, you know, we... We can get into that later. Shout but. out nothing bunt cakes, best cakes in <laughs> fucking Houston. But as women, I hate that such a cake. I'm just throwing that out there. I think we have to admit that most women, at least my friends and family that I know, mm-hmm. want that guy that Michael's describing. Yeah. We want that guy that's like that manly that I'm going to take think, care of you, you know? Because what woman is out there saying like, oh no, I'd rather be like stronger than my man. There are like, some out well, there. There might there be, you know? There's those radical feminists right. or those and, I mean, fifth hey, wave feminists, whatever they're called. But that goes called. to say how they were raised, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just like you were saying, we're more than the And it's weird because a lot of them come from a very traditional household. Right. Probably where their freedom, freedom. Yeah, was they restricted felt, they were right. very you know enclosed let, strict you know, like, and there's all these other factors that play into it right, right? but um, you know don't get me wrong i even see it now like and i and i have witnessed it firsthand where you're at a party or something like that and and the dude's kind of a, a douchebag right being an asshole like hey serve me like goddamn like you know everyone's yeah, eating and, and you haven't brought my goddamn cool. plate <laughs> you know and they're that. the 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 wife's running around fucking chasing their three you know three-year-olds right. you know like uh-huh. Little kids running around and there, like, hey, there's definitely the extremes plate, to both know, sides, right? And it's like, come on, dude, dude like, that's not traditional. Yeah. That's you know? being like a male chauvinist, yeah. Yeah. Yourself, bro. Like a macho, y'all seen it here, like, you know? When we have barbecues, that makes and you shit think like you're that. badass, right? Yeah, like, you know, you I, I don't have, I don't have any issues with going to serve myself. Like, I know where my shit's at. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> right? And then the thing is, like, and I don't have a problem if if Anna's doing something, shit, I'll serve her, bro. They, there's no problem, and. No, I, I gotta say them like I when guess, you come and serve and then you get like on both knees and present it to her like it's a gift at the altar. That's like, a little weird, bro. I don't think that's like, like you're massaging like, yeah, her feet, yeah, while massaging her feet, and like that's a little too and much. I guess our thing is like, Makes yeah, I'm happy to I'm serve. I'm scared. You know? like, I'm happy to serve Eric his plate of dinner, but like, are you really, Mandy? Are you really happy you know? to do it? It brings a smile to your face to do well, that. Yeah, no, but well, now Eric told me like, hey, fucking your sister serves me, or I'm not gonna eat. When I tell her make me a sandwich, she better make me a sandwich. Sandwich. knows damn well before anybody gets their plate i better have mine <laughs> yeah no, but if i can jump in just real quick and hopefully i sound all right no nah, you can't bro <laughs> <laughs> nobody goes back to the, the stone age man I, I would say right would you agree that men are kind of physically dominant over women, i would right? say yes so i think then, too if a woman work, is arguing that then men were the ones just... who you think would work back then they were actually out there 
you know, fighting all these damn dinosaurs we were talking about. My thing is like, and just an example, but and I keep cutting people off. That's yeah, my no, thing. Like, I'm, I'm that guy that just cuts face. everybody yeah. off. But you look at it, and people are gonna get pissed, and that's fine. Like, we're it's just my opinion. Right. I'm not saying that everybody here stupid thinks that. Opinion. It's just my opinion, <laughs> and it might be stupid, but it's just my opinion. You know, women in WNBA. Oh, we want to get paid what men get paid. We want to get LeBron money. Like, have y'all not seen the video? Of WNBA versus NBA, there's <laughs> no way. There's their no talent, way. Yeah. But it's just you're you great. Think of you're like, great. You're right for women's basketball. But and I think but that's going back no... to Jonathan's point. He's saying that for sure. And that you go back to the Stone Age. <clears throat> men are definitely there is. Even if you want to say like spiritually, emotionally, there isn't a difference, right? Because it's kind of hard to prove that. But he's saying for sure there is this physio- uh, physiological difference. superiority right. that men have over what men are taller, average. men are stronger, men average. can jump, run faster, jump higher. They can carry, you know, they they can do more physical, uh, physically strenuous you know, I activities. Think, I think where women get upset, but the, 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 the point goes into, and that's what's uh, rolled over all these centuries of you yeah. know uh, human evolution and human development. But I think the argument now. Especially by these, uh, these feminists, I keep going back to them and I'm generalizing that feminists is that we're living in a society now where that we don't have to depend on male physical right. superiority. That's not, that shouldn't be as big as a right. factor as it was 500, yeah, even 100 years ago. Right? Yeah, we're not fucking going to war and like, I mean, cause you right. don't have women going into the army and stuff, right? So I think their argument is like, that's, that's outdated. That kind of yeah. system doesn't work anymore. You know, we got to do something because women, we're living in a society where we can, thrive on the the traits and that like maddie's saying there is a difference between a human and a, i mean a woman and a man we can thrive this society can not only survive but it can thrive on these traits and qualities that are you know exclusive to women to right yeah that they don't have to there doesn't have to be that distinction anymore but my point is you know i understand that women's you know rights and all that are very important but you go back you know in the past and all that the civil rights movements, slavery and all that, I would, you know, people are arguing for like, no, that's something that you can really argue for. And women mm-hmm. today, it's kind of seem, what are you really fighting for? You want to get paid more? Is mm-hmm. that really a problem in society, right? And yeah. it's going back to, we're, we're stemming away from our traditional values of the traditional man, traditional yeah. wife. Well, see, there's so this... everything's interconnected, right? Yeah. I mean, there was this, uh, there's this quote by this, this author, Charles Taylor, who he writes a lot about this, you know, society and government, political theory, feminism and all that. And his thing is like you were saying, you, know, you go back to slavery, they just wanted their fucking actual freedom. They don't even want to be oppressed, like being whipped every day, work, forced to work the fields, right? They wanted that type of freedom. But this guy, Charles Taylor is saying now that that's one type of freedom but then you got this other type of freedom that you can't say someone's truly free if they're not able to fully express their true potential right he goes so in a way you are oppressing women you're oppressing their freedom because you're not allowing them to go become their true selves to realize their true potential because they're they're constricted in these traditional roles right these stereotypical traditional roles that have dominated civilizations all these years right so that argument a lot of feminists use that argument to say yeah man like we're not you're not you're not oppressing us out in the fields but you're oppressing us in society right you're you're diminishing our true freedom so that's their point and going back to Jonathan, like, and I agree, and, uh, right? There again, is a difference, but their argument would be, yeah, we're not being slaves, up, but yeah. in a way, you are oppressing us. Still. I think the reason feminism and you hear that so often now, and it's such a big thing now, because you're like, what are they fighting, or what are we fighting for? I think, just like I said, you know, over time, not too long ago, you know, we started kind of veering off that tradition, you know, going more, getting a big, better education, you know, higher education. 
And I think at some point it became like, well, there's enough of us doing this, you know? And then we enter that workforce or just society's kind of still trying to like tell you no the traditional way and you know i say society and a lot of times i've noticed it's our own family that's yeah that's what i was about to say we say society but it's (laughs) It's a lot closer to home it's what you see right right? it's It's what what you're experiencing you know like because I Society's know like, such a broad and general right, thing. You're you know, just blaming so- it can be your society. Family, you know? like, like, fuck you guys. You, you, you know, society. I'm on your yeah. side. You. Like, damn, what the hell? But no, I think it goes back to it's also misinterpreted too, right? Yeah. Because, and, and guys alone too, not not just women, but guys can take it the wrong way. It's a very too, personal situation. Things, you know? Very, It's very black and white to a lot of people. Yeah. When, when someone says, like I said, WNBA is nothing compared to the NBA. You know, Sue Bird might come down here and say, "Bitch, I'll hoop you up. But You're I know a guy. What you mean. Yeah, you can do my ass up." But you and then they misinterpret it. Once a woman, a WNBA player, is selling as much jerseys as LeBron or filling in no. stadiums as they're much not as LeBron. You know, but they're not to that but, capacity. But in WNBA, there is you know, and that's the thing that's people not. misinterpreting. Because they're not on that level, and that's what I'm saying. So a woman hears me say that, like you're not as good as guys in basketball, Sue Bird, and all those Diana Taurasi, they're gonna come ball my ass up. That's a they'll probably they're way better than any of us here. Right. And I'm a guy, and she'll, yeah. you know, probably whoop my ass fifteen to zero in basketball. That's pathetic, bro. But what I'm saying is that, you know, I'm not Not saying all guys. I'm not saying any guy can just beat any woman. What what I'm comparing is like like for like LeBron or Diana Taurasi, LeBron's gonna beat her fifteen and zero easily if he's playing his best. Mm -hmm. But and that doesn't necessarily say that all men are superior to women in basketball or all women are superior as executives in the workplace. Yeah. No, there's some women that'll kick guys ass when it comes to a certain job. Right. And there's, and there's different sectors where it's going to, you know, take prominence. Right. Cause that's, you're talking about sports and that definitely is, you know, that hinges on that physical dominance of right. men. Right. So in that, it's really hard to kind of say like, Oh, equality there. Cause it's like, well, you're not equal. Cause this, yeah. most of these guys, if not all these guys will outrun you, I'll jump you, I'll play you. Right. But it, it gets more into like, man, you're saying that's sort of like the society aspect of it. Right. In the, in the work, in the, the household, in the family, yeah. in the workforce. Right. That's right. where I think all these people are really kind of talking. That's where the change needs to be because. Yeah. Most people, NBA, WNBA, it's entertainment, right? Everybody kind of agrees that entertainment is very biased, very unfair. It doesn't go based on what's right and wrong. It's going based on what sells, yeah. you know? So I think that would be their argument. Yeah. But If I can add on again, I feel like a lot of the times men are against, you know, women's rights and all that because... Even if it's indirectly. Indirectly, however you look at it. But in general, on average, I don't think a man value or... You know, likes a woman who is above him in power, right? We it's, look I at women on general. I'm not them. saying I do it or most of the time, but yeah. you rarely see it like the, the the woman's dominant over the man. You go to a relationship and all that. You you hardly. I don't think any man really likes the woman explaining to him like how you, things should be, right? I think or that's why feminism like or that. just this change is it's complicated for both sides because you have girls and women who are growing up not knowing tradition before you know they yeah. only see what society is showing them now mm-hmm. and to grow up and get an education and work hard just as hard as you a guy and to know like i'm i have different expect or people have different expectations for me just because of uh, the fact mm-hmm. that i'm a girl it does it's like why you know mm-hmm. but they're forgetting all these years of tradition you know they we're kind of like trying to throw them out the window and we just i think have to understand yeah, and i'm think- all for that too you know change i i do it is hard, like I said, being a woman, but I think it's also hard to be a guy because you're like in the position. Pimp. That's for sure. Like, 
you know, you're also holding on to tradition too. You know, you also have your family telling you like, hey, your wife needs to serve you. So the fact that you're like, oh, God, do I let my wife serve me? Do I not? I think we're all in agreement though, right? You know, it's, you know, so going back to the original point, I think we're all, I speak for all of us here. Do aliens um, exist? Is that it's a team, especially Mandy, you've known it, right? You know, and, you know, Eric and you, me and Anna, we're, we're all brought up by different parents, different ways of thinking. And, and we're all Mexican, right? We're all right. kind of based on the same traditions. But everybody, every family is different. There's some things that, you know, it's it's a balance. And right. it's all as a marriage and stuff. It's about being a team and making shit work. There's no yeah. there's no right or wrong in like having a family. There's no fucking playbook or agenda that right. you go read. And it's what what makes your family rock and roll. Right. And go forward every right. day. And that's everybody's going to be different. Yeah. And but going back to the work workplace and just to kind of end that note, I think we're all in agreement that we say if a woman is truly doing a role that is the same as a man and is performing the same, I I, I think we all agree that they should be fairly compensated. Right. Just like a man, it shouldn't there shouldn't be a difference with a woman getting paid way less if she's doing the exact same role. It should yeah. be the same. Yeah. If you're going to offer $150,000 for that position, it shouldn't matter. If they're both qualified, whoever gets it, they should be paid the right. same. Right, I agree, and I agree with that. Yeah. And I, and but there have that. been studies. I was playing the other. I was playing the feminist devil ad, devil's advocate for them. But I'll play the flip side now because that's what I like doing. Right, and you're like interrupting people. I like playing devil's advocate. And please, and stop that. I'm talking on my ass a little bit right now because I don't have the the research, the numbers in front of me. But there have been articles to show that for leadership roles and all that. And I, it could be that it's a product of our times that men are usually more suitable or more efficient in those roles. And women are probably going to blast me after this. Like, Dan, have you read this and this? we're not but, used to yeah, having those but roles. But that's what I was going to say. Know? The whole They're, role. Yeah, they exactly. Don't give us those roles. We're so in we're a transition period, right? Yeah. We're, it's weird right now. We'll see where we are. You know, God willing, twenty years from now, how this all plays out. And I like but right that now, we're in that tr- we're transition in that, period. I think, that's and it could go because you know, conservatives and liberals—they're kind of that's in the fight right now. That dichotomy between you know, man and woman—that's up in the air right now. Kind of, you know, tradition is fighting to keep its role in the government and in the society. And all these new, you know, feminism, all these revolutions, societal revolutions are happening. It's yeah. we're in that transition period right now, right? So we don't know how it's going to play out. Mm-hmm. So who we'll see. We'll see how it plays. Yeah, if I think if even, feminism has its way, we'll find out in twenty even, years if it was good or right. not. You've even seen it here in the U.S., right? There's never been a female president. Mm-hmm. Why not? You know, if we're fully capable. And I, I mean, I don't know. This is just me completely talking out of my ass. I don't know how many voters there is, one. And two, I don't know how many are male versus female. Yeah. But if females truly felt like, hey, there, goddammit, there needs to be a change. And it's got to start somewhere. You know, it's like that comedian, like, God damn it, I don't know if he's going to be good or not. Let me just get the first one in there. Let me get the first there. one, then I'll get the you next know, one in for the right reason. Getting right? a woman yeah. in there. You yeah. know, Let's just, just get fucking the woman in They should have got Hillary in yeah. there. You know, and if Hillary again, Duff. Yeah, Hillary Duff. Lizzie McGuire? For. Oh, yeah, dude, I'd vote for her. And, uh, but only why, if, uh, why not? Why not? Uh, what's his Dick name? Uh, Gordo is vice president. Gordo? Yeah. yeah. Did you hear about that show? The side note or whatever. It got canceled, didn't it? Or something happened. They were making a remake of the something. Lizzie McGuire show. I was yeah. so hyped for it because I, I love Lizzie McGuire. I love the show. Such a great ass show. I was show. watching it today. Were you? Yeah. God, that's, it's feminism is failing because of people like you. <laughs> Don't ever admit that again. Say you're watching um, Duck Dynasty or what's that one show where they go like on Discovery Channel where they go do those odd jobs yeah. out in the Alaskan hey, Ocean and yeah, no, that's that's like on the ships hey, and all that. 
Hmm? You're assuming that I need to watch a manly show so I can appear more manly. Mm-hmm. Or sure, because that's what y'all want. That's women. what y'all want. That's All what feminism want. want y'all want to be men. We don't want to be men. Damn. Grow yeah. beards and shit. Grow beards. <laughs> Do 50 push-ups right now. Nah, but... We want to be respected. You know, going well, back, going back to nice. like, uh, oh, that's you the know, one, right? family arguments, you know, because it seems like every time we get together, we have not arguments, not not that we leave pissed off or even get upset. But women are you're the, our own worst enemy too, though, because yeah. you have a lot of woman species who do some stupid shit. That I will agree with that. Yeah. That's the thing too. I you know what needs to happen like, is guys just need to all turn gay and all women need to be lesbians. And then Yo, we'll you would be like, like that, wouldn't you? <laughs> right. Like, I don't think I don't that's going to work <laughs> the way you think it's going to. Whatever. No, that goes back to what you were saying, you know, like biological difference, right? Or, mm-hmm. um, you know, that what he was saying. I just like, well, hold on, I had a brain part. Yeah, you, you <laughs> so froze. Even, even going back to that, brain part. right? With when, when there's lesbian oh, okay, couples, right? Lesbian couples. Like even the most famous one is uh, Ellen and what's right. her... Even then, someone's more of the Portia. male Portia. dominant and that's Ellen, right? When they go out, Portia's in the dress and like dress sexy and Ellen's like dressed like a dude. Right. So it's like no, she's 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 like she's like the dyke, right? She's more of the manly like I work, Portia bitch, you better have a badass meal right there for me. I love the Ellen show just if I No, everyone's <laughs> blasting her as of late saying she's a bitch, yeah, right? Because of well, yeah, cuz everybody's coming out saying she's like an asshole on yeah, the, the like, even like, backstage and all that. Yeah, like who, who knows? Who knows? It could just well, be now an these guests have said that she's like a bitch like for the last few weeks, right? And Not then, Ellen. I don't believe that. I don't believe, I believe it. it. <laughs> I, I do. Believe it. She, I do. she can't I be a perfect person. Me. She's a bitch. Know. And, you know, she's a dude. Wanna no, be a well, brain fart earlier. Shot what I was going to say is you were talking about like biological differences and things like physi. What's the word? Physiological. Yeah, I knew that, but just had to let him say it. Is that we are more emotional. Women are more, our hormones are different. Very you know? emotional. emotional. You're crazy so. as well. Try dating one of you guys. Gosh, darn. Not that I ever have. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Not not that I ever have, but I've heard a lot of crazy stories. (laughs) All right. (laughs) I would like to date a woman. I would like to date a woman. So if there are any of you out there. For those of y'all out there. I'll take take the Ellen kind. I'll take the Ellen's wife kind. What? If one of y'all just go out there and like follow my brothers back on social media, even give Please, them a date, somebody. give them a date as a, as a as a token of my appreciation, and my sister will vouch for this as well. We'll let you come on air, thanks guys, and bash them and make fun of them yes. the whole episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I will serve you. I will give you foot massages at the end of every date. I will. <laughs> <laughs> you can go to work. And I will make sure why. the house is tidy, neat and tidy when you get back. I'll make you Belgian waffles I'll every I'll make you Saturday. Belgian waffles every morning with a smiley face on it. <laughs> It'll be perfect for you. Perfect. Nah, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. What was I going to say? Um, yeah, but, you know, so like what I was getting at is like arguments with family, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes we argue about the stupidest shit. But then at the end, you're like, damn, like, we did get some points across, right? Like, what was it? A couple weekends ago um, when you guys came over, dad showed up. Mm-hmm. One, he showed up late as fuck. Like, <laughs> I was about to start cleaning and shit. And well, you go to sleep like an old man now, dude. It's like fucking 830. And you're like, like, but you can't show up to a party at goddamn like 830, 10. dude. Like, damn, bro. Didn't and we then, just go and then like a month ago? Me, like, you're tired. Like, nah, I was only making crawfish since like two, but nah, <laughs> what's up? Uh, so then that, in that argument, a little bit. that discussion, right, where you're on, you know, dad's side, fucking brown noser. 
Is this the, yes, the Spanish uh, rock argument? I yeah. think it needs to be said that Matthew is the biggest, biggest brown, noser. brown noser in the family. Hey, man, Probably the world. Back to that. I want Probably to that Spanish world. rock Probably for later world. time because that's a good one. But going back to calling me a brown noser, bro, it's like me because all these fools no, are when like. I say it though, honestly, like I mean it. Yeah, no, I know you guys mean it. <laughs> nine, you damn, you didn't have to tell me that. I know y'all mean it. I see it in your voice. I hear it in your eyes. You want to tell people eyes. the story, Matthew, of what I told you when I was driving you to school one day <laughs> and you, you said you hold that against me? She said I was annoying. Yeah, I was I, talking I and took talking. Took it to heart too. Oh, because she meant it. Because the way she said it, she was so <laughs> she was so angry. I mean, we were going to. She used to drive because uh, Mandy was a senior when I was a sophomore, right? Right. We went two years to high school together, and Mandy was driving, and she would drive me to school because we'd go in, and sometimes I had soccer, so I'd skip, and she had like off campus or something, so we'd go in a little late, and we'd be driving to school, and uh, or we'd be driving home from school, and I guess she. I don't know why she wasn't any fucking pre AP. By then, Eric, Eric, Eric had already changed her, bro. <laughs> yeah, I she know, was dating Eric. I blame him. Yeah, she was. Uh, anyways, one day we're coming home. She was stressed out and whatnot. I don't know why she didn't have any damn hard classes or anything like that. We're coming home one day, and I'll admit it. I'll admit it. I am annoying. I like to talk, especially back then. I used to like talking a lot, a lot, a lot. We like, yeah, know. we know, we know. know. <laughs> and she just came out and just so bluntly and like with so much anger in her heart and, and anger in her voice and her eyes. She's like, you know what? And she said it calmly. She didn't say it like annoyed. Or yeah, no. Nah, she said, like, you worse. know what? Yeah, and it made it worse. The time she was telling the truth, or she believed it. She looked at him. She was, you know what? You're really annoying. You know. And I was like. <laughs> Damn, man, that one like hit like I shook, like I shook a little because like I felt hit it his soul. hit my soul, and because so many people had told me that before, but in my head I'm like, damn, you're just haters. But then to hear my sister. own sister tell me that, I was like, you son of a. I hope Eric and makes you serve him every damn him day, that, right? So I, I know I don't really, I didn't really mean it. I mean, I just not too just late. Say. Damage is done. Damage you is can't done. wait like fucking nine years yeah. and then say Ain't I was joking. Yeah, I know you can't Sorry. wait. So I'm like about to jump off the damn, you know, forty five and. Just, I was joking. No, I you weren't. No, you weren't. I mean, I meant no, it. No, but going back, because um, you were saying this came out because women are emotional, right? right? They say things they don't mean. Sometimes they make rash decisions, you know, yeah. and then sometimes just biologically, hormones. I don't know. I'm not a fucking doctor. I can't get into yeah. too much to that. But um, I was saying women are, you guys are your own worst enemy. And uh, one of our friends on the, the IG, you know, we sent out that message to questions and all that about feminism, right? Because then you see all these women, like, I feel like it's kind of split down the middle. And it's not. It's very disproportionate, unproportional, yeah. you know, um, those who want progression and on um, those who are wanting traditional roles and those who just don't even give a damn. You know, they're just doing whatever makes sense for them, see, right? even if you kind of, you got to pull one way because those who you said don't give a damn, mm -hmm. they're pulling you from both ways. Like, yeah, that's they the want thing. progression they're, when it benefits and them. And again, when it doesn't benefit totally them, they want more traditional feminism. roles. I'm all for women, you know, equal rights and things like that. I'm a woman, you know, to say I don't want to be treated woman. equal. Why would I, why would I say that? I but like if I disagree, I feel like a woman sometimes. I feel like if I disagree, even in the slightest, it's like, oh, what? So what? You're not for women? You yeah, know, it's like, you oh, betrayed God, women, I have right? This pressure, like, Disclosure, I, I used to, to pee sitting down until I was like nine. It's like yeah. uh, like kind of like bullying, you know, kind of shit. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like for you who like is a feminist and all that, right? Uh, or a parent. And I think you are, honestly. I think you and me sometimes, we get caught saying things. And it's like, damn, well, like you could have feminists like, really, you traitor, yeah. right? But it's like, if you really listen to what we're saying, we're all for like the woman yeah. being equal, like equality for rights and all that. But for you, I guess I'll ask you as a woman, because, you know, social media is really dominating now. And you have Instagram and Snapchat. And now there's these like apps and websites for women where they can start posting pictures. And you guys are 
anybody can pay to see those pictures. So it's almost like exploiting themselves. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. No, what is that? Uh, what's it called, Jonathan? That website or app or... Um, Did you make that app? What's it called? The the app for women that they can post pictures and guys can go pay to see or pay like a subscription to see it. Only fans. Only fans or something like that. So there's these women going on. Women can post pictures of themselves. In the charge. But they charge like, hey, like pay a subscription or something and you get access to all these photos I post and all that. Or they get a certain percentage of So would you say like they're kind of being sluts or hoes, whatever? Or are they being like smart, taking advantage of the system, being entrepreneurs and all that? I mean, exploiting hey. exploiting men's perversions and all that for the sake of making money. What I would think you it's say? Kind of smart, you know, to say like, "Hey, I'm a." You don't think off, it's a little know? trashy though? Well, hold on. I think it is smart in that financial. Well, then, so is prostitution. Like, well, exactly. Yeah. You know, yeah. hey, you're for prostitution. The devil's middle name. No, I'm just saying that's why they do it, right? Because, but. I think. I mean, personally, like you're, I know what you're like. Personally, I don't give a damn what you do in your personal right. time. In your but personal just in time, a general I don't care what kind you of. Do. And if you can make money off it, I mean, obviously they are. But in my personal opinion, it's like, how can you do that? But then you're telling guys like, oh, you just want me because you're like, objectifying you know, your own self. Yeah, right? like, yeah. oh, don't guys only just want one thing. What's well, like, well, yeah, you and know you, that, and, and you're using and that. And not only that, know? not only are you objectifying yourself, but for someone who's trying to say like progression, feminism, you know, is progressing and right. all that. It's like, um, like you're so much you're, better than you're, that. You know, you're inciting Why, these you, guys. Right. You're bringing out these primal things that you want to change, yeah. but you're initiating them. Right. You know, you're bringing them out. So right. it's crazy. Uh, so, what do you guys I mean, think that's about my that? Take. You know, I really don't give a fuck. No, no, just, I mean, we can go on really and on, right? You know, and it's different scenarios, you know, it's it's kind of... It's like, I think what we're saying is like, honestly, we really don't care. Like, personally, I don't care what you do in your own time. Like, and if I mean, you have to make money, I say the to... same thing about like prostitutes and hookers, you know, like me, honestly, if you ask me, do you agree with that? Like, no, I would tell if I, like, that was my daughter or sister or something, well, yeah. I'd say, come on, you're better I mean, it's that, like, you it's like, a, you know, those those, those strippers that are out there, right? That say, oh, I did it to like put myself through college. Speaking of, we're going to the strip club now that we're reopening, right? You know, right? it's like, yeah, uh, maybe, but... You did it because you could make bank in a weekend, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You didn't do it because if you wanted a, just a regular job, fucking Starbucks is always hiring. You know, go work at I Starbucks. Mean, it kind of goes, like, but you wanted that, to, you uh, wanted to make it rain at the same time. That movie that came yeah. out. What's that movie with Jennifer Lopez with Cardi B? Oh, Selena. Stripper. No, <laughs> <laughs> they're like strippers. They're strippers. <laughs> Made you know? in Manhattan. And I think that's the point of the movie, right? They get money from yeah. these men, and it's like, yeah, men. Those men, not all men, but yeah, those men. A lot of men trash you know like they'll pay yeah but in a way you're kind of i feel like the girls vice versa you're enabling the guys right yeah, when well, you're when you're like soliciting like, money from guys when you're working off their their primal desires that yeah. temptation that lust whatever then you're, con- you're, you're bringing everything with that right not only you're bringing their lust now you're bringing that male dominance like hey yeah, i just pay for I'm a woman better, i'm a yeah, man like that's yeah. what men do i'm just you work for me i have this you know, biological like, drive yeah. i'm a servant and now next time when your pride is in now he's in a thing hey i did it last weekend at the strip club i'm gonna do it today in the workforce hey guys real quick uh so just a side note so the battery on the camera is dying um so we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up say peace out from Mm -hmm. uh from the video perspective it's a pretty good conversation so we could keep going for a bit but uh just wanted to say from video point of view um we're gonna go ahead and shut it down rather than the battery just die at some random point so um again we'll keep it going forward just from video peace out guys take it easy guys thank you thanks so um, I guess just so we're still rolling whole, though. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, still going. Finish this thought out. And again, you know, we're still a work in progress. Right. Um, we thought we had the camera down. I think Mandy kind of screwed everything up Sorry, today. Sorry, guys. Yeah.
they don't pay me enough. <laughs> they don't pay you. Yeah, no. well, they don't you're pay a me woman, anything. so yeah, you're, you're going to be happy with that $5 an hour, all right? Yeah. We're, no, we're making uh, money here. I don't know if you know. are. You're not. You're definitely Actually, not. I'm paying them. To yeah, let me I'm on paying them today. to be on. Well, what y'all don't know is that like Mandy's handling all the social media, doing all the video and like <laughs> all the hard shit and, and she's they working for free. did me a favor and let me on I got today, a 20 so. piece from McDonald's on the way over here. <laughs> I didn't do a damn thing. <laughs> no, I guess just to end this whole, well, not to end. I mean, if y'all want to say something else, at least from my point of view, the this whole feminism thing or what you were saying, you know, about. No, Mandy, it's working. just you. No, it's just, it's just me. You. And it's not, and we could be butchering it, right? Because right, true totally, feminists out there could know. be like, that's not the argument at all. Yeah. From our perspective though, and I think most people actually kind of take, have or at least our level of understanding when it comes to feminism. It's just such a crazy topic. We're, li- we're living like, I feel like there's a country song that kind of determine, like can uh, say what we're doing right now. We're just living in crazy times, you know, Crazy people, crazy times. Times are changing. Like Reese Weatherspoon said in Walk the Line, times are changing. So, you know. My thing is, you know, like we were going back on the whole respect, you know. That's what I was going to say. But, I mean, I think that's a feminist or a woman's argument. I'm going to stop saying feminist because just a woman's argument, you know. I was going to say, you know, how do you expect if you're, you know, selling pictures of yourself, how do you expect a guy to respect you? Yeah. And as soon as I said that, well... I think their argument was going to be, well, why does it? Why, why do, do I need, need respect? Yeah, why respect do? Me? Why am I was looking for the respect to, of men? Earn, you know, why do I need yeah. to earn their respect like that? But everybody has to earn respect, you know. And unfortunately, R-E-S-P-E-C-T. like I said, like you said, actually, we're in this transition period mm-hmm. where we still have, you know, all this tradition. It's it's you can't just turn around and forget about all that, yeah. you know. Yeah. So it's complicated. It's mm-hmm. like you said, it's a really complicated. It's like that Ever Levine song. Why'd you have to go and make things so complicated? Yeah. yeah. So anyway. But I think I on that women. note, I think that's a good uh I love I women. I wish I was a woman. And keep my I want to keep my same mind, but have that of a woman's body. You know, yeah. that's what I want. And I wish body, like, like I wish body like, or something. <laughs> I wish we were still yeah. like more like you know, you know, tougher and you know, more dominating from like a physical aspect but like well, I matthew will say said I gave birth and i don't think any of you three could do that i sprained my ankle and i'm pretty sure i was in I'm worse pain sure not the same <laughs> you thing. never gave myself a paper you cut never had a, a high ankle sprain <laughs> <laughs> she had a high pelvis sprain yeah <laughs> it's i crazy. remember being there at the hospital and like the the doctor told me flat out like she's exaggerating. Yeah, oh she's yeah, she goes, We gave her like, you know, the baby was born ten hours ago. You know, the baby came out, she thinks she's still giving <laughs> no, birth right so, now. So so go into that topic, right? Cause like I don't know, but I, I feel like maybe No, 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 no. I don't want to even go into childbirth, yeah. right? You no, no, know, I wanna I wanna hear that story. No, no, but I wanna but that's go into another, detail that's about another that day, story. You know? Yeah, that was a that's a story. You're for just a pervert, day. right? Yeah, yeah. You're just a weirdo creep. But Mandy, like I what I wanted to ask, you know, and this is like you know legit me asking because i don't think we've ever like sat down and talked but how's that transition from you know being just you and eric married for how long were y'all married before the baby came uh just like a year a year yeah year and a half Uh yeah but y'all lived up in midtown try to live it up and yeah um y'all didn't do a damn thing in midtown except it was we we mainly they, used that yeah we used their apartment you know? more when we go out of the midtown <laughs> turn up and just you know the well place for sure i used it like to, to park my vehicle I, there yeah. <laughs> it was my fault honestly though i'd get home from work you know it's hard for a teacher you know it's hot out here for a teacher <laughs> <laughs> it is i just get home and want to just like watch tv lazy ass lazy ass <laughs> <laughs> no but it, it's Oh, what were you, but anyway, sorry, so I mean, you, like, you know, finish. you lived it up there in Midtown, and then 
you know, now you came out to the suburbs and, you know, you know you've got a, you've got a kid Sienna. now. Um, my nephew's what, eight months old now? Yeah. Um, fucking started to crawl all over, all over the damn place. Yeah, just Cute as hell. Um, but, you know, now you have been, oh, it's been, what, eight months since you've been out of work watching him all the time and, you know, dealing with Eric. And now more so a, a wrench got thrown into your marriage because right. now Eric's been working from home for like the last month. And yeah. it's not bashing them, but it's like, how has that transition into like motherhood been? It's, uh, it's hard, you know. It's hard out here for a pimp. <laughs> no, it's hard. Um, see, and that's one thing that you said the quote earlier. I mean, it's from Bob, but never say never, yeah. you know. When I was pregnant or before even having a baby, I went into this whole idea of thinking motherhood was, I had a certain vision for it, you know, like, oh, I knew, like, (laughs) I knew what I wanted to do, how it was going to be as a mom, you know, but as far as like when it actually happened, it's, it's different. Um, It's really different. And. You know, you're just like so tired all the time. I feel like we could do a whole podcast on that. Try to save your answer for that one because that's a. I think that's a really good question. Yeah, Yeah, maybe I brought it up. No, but I guess I can answer the marriage thing, which you were saying, because Eric's been working from home for now. You know, and actually, him working from home has been kind of keeping me company. You know, it Mm -hmm. is a little tricky because I do have to try to figure out Nicholas's schedule and how to make sure kind of tiptoeing at times when he gets on calls and stuff. When he's on calls and stuff, but. For the most part, he's keeping me company, you know. Like I said, I mean, I'm so lonely. I'm so lonely. I'm so lonely. I'm right there with you, sis. Right Nicholas doesn't you. say shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but honestly, I'm the same way, right? So, like, you know, you've been home, you know, yeah. it's going to even hit me harder when I do fucking have to go back yeah, to work. I'll probably quit. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't, I can't do my it. Babies need me. My babies need me. My babies need me. My babies need me. Nah, like man. your son's thirteen. Yeah, yeah damn, dude. <laughs> but no, like even going to Kroger, going to the grocery store, yeah. going to pump gas, even. And yeah. uh, you know, as lame as it sounds, there's been a few nights here where I just like haven't been out in like three days. I want to go drive around. Exactly, I just go drive around too. the neighborhood and yeah. stuff. And, but I'm still like, hey, when y'all go with me? Yeah. Like I just like that company Comfort, of having someone yeah. there. It's kind of and sad, dude. Yeah, I mean, it is pretty sad. That you need that much company or you can't you go know, that's on your own. Yeah, I know. That's kind of what's what blowing my mind is because before having Nicholas or, you know, before all this, I was somebody I like to be by myself. You know, I kind of I could go on and, you know, just craft or whatever I would do. I don't even Macaroni know what I would do anymore, you know, <laughs> painting. What would but, you what do you say you <laughs> would, would do, do before <laughs> Nicholas? I don't even know. Make I don't know design stuff. It's crazy. I think like Michael's trying to say that that change that just clicked as soon as you had Nicholas, or maybe even the the second you found out you were gonna have a kid. Yeah, that it went completely from like your own dreams now to Nicholas is probably everything revolves around your good mother. Like even right now, you know, like that I'm doing this podcast in the back of my mind. I'm thinking like, is he asleep? Is he crying? Mandy, we'll just FYI if you're on this podcast, you don't think about anything else. Okay, (laughs) not even Nicholas. Be devoted. Nah, that's cool. No, but but it is difficult, man. Like because. And it's oh, and sometimes sometimes, but what did I tell you, you know, because you know it was it was a new change for you yeah. the first few months, yeah. and you know it was kind of not not depressing. I'm not saying you were depressed, but it was like you were going through that like where you wanted to expand and do something different, you know. Right. And you were kind of felt trapped a little bit just being at home because you went yeah. from working, being out all the time, doing your own thing, working mm-hmm. your own schedule, 
to now fuck I'm home all the goddamn time. Yeah. So then my husband gets home because Anna felt the same way back in the day. I would get home and I'm tired from work. And yeah. it's like, no, get your ass up. Yeah. We're going talk somewhere. We're going to go fucking yeah. grocery store. Come talk to me while I cook. Yeah. You know, and it's that. You want that interaction. You yeah. know, even if it's talking about random bullshit. Yeah. But, and that's when I told you, hey, you know, you look at it like it's selfish. But I even tell you now because, you know, just not putting your business out there. But, you know, and all babies go through it. You know, I feel like he's way too clingy too, too clingy to yeah. you you know like he doesn't even want to let you go sometimes right. and he's just looking for you all the time yeah. and i told him, hey there's nothing wrong it's not being selfish it's it's for his good at in the end of the day and yeah. for yours too for your right. sanity's sake right you know and that's what we've told you before hey bring him over to the house i'm home all, all week you know like yeah. bring him over he can come chill with us for a couple hours like nothing's gonna happen to him here you know if you want to wait till Anna gets home because yeah. she's she's the adult here, and Mandy oh, yeah, comes home from work right. or comes to pick him up, Mandy, oh my God, something happened. Something right? happened. Nicholas, so bad. Nicholas so ran bad. away. So bad. He ran away. He crawled. He ran away. He I don't know away. where he went. We can't find him. <laughs> like an eagle came and picked him up. Like damn. No, definitely, and I appreciate that because the last thing I want I him appreciate to, you. <laughs> the last thing I want him to be is like me. You remember the story of yeah. kindergarten when I wouldn't freaking let go of the yeah. The so hopefully handle. Eric and hopefully if Eric's family's listening, you know y'all y'all you know help Nicholas not be as clingy because you know growing up my sister was clingy as hell man like the biggest fucking baby i no, knew she wasn't clingy she was clingy only to two people mom and, and momo. momo our yeah, grandma that's you know my clingy person mom. is like michael who fucking can't go to the gas station on his own so he'll pick up fucking, <laughs> i'll pick up like a baboon yeah i know he'll pick up the fucking the neighborhood possum to go with them man fucking pick idiot ass motherfucker like, come here possum yeah. Bitch. <laughs> i'll <laughs> buy you some bananas i'll buy you a banana <laughs> A banana, the possum. That's the most pissed off possum. I'll give you the peel. Of course, I'll meet the banana part. A banana. Damn. Give me some beef jerky. We're going to the gas station. That's the best thing you can come up with. Yeah, we're going to the gas station. They don't even. Yeah, I know. Give me a Twinkie. (laughs) Damn, man. Nah, it's crazy, man. Honestly. No, but not, man. all I wanted to tell you, Mandy, is, you know, we haven't had that deep one-on-one, but life gets way harder and you're going to want to kill yourself. Sometimes. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so thank, thanks, Mike. Thanks for the support, Looking right? But that's why it. they have alcohol and stuff, you know? know? And that's why you drink one glass of wine tonight during this you podcast. Those you. are those are rookie numbers. Those yeah. are lightweight numbers. Those you're going to have to pump those numbers, numbers up. You're going to have yeah, to get Riscato's to three or not going to drink itself, you know? Yeah, I know. You're going to have to pump it out. Like me, Poured. when I get on the podcast, when I want to talk deep, at least four you know glasses. when i'm stressed i drink <laughs> when i'm having a good time i, I drink, drink. Yeah. when i'm like not stressed i drink well shit now we know why they made liquor stores the central right because i'm yeah. sure everybody thinks like that well honestly they were saying that liquor the alcohol sales went up a lot and i, well, I believe you know, it yeah i believe it i don't believe it at least for now they're continuing that to go the alcohol to go like you can order alcohol from yeah from bar, even restaurants, restaurants and stuff not yeah about bars but restaurants damn like what do you get go. one wine a glass what they put in like a ziploc bag like in mexico yeah. with the no, straw in it like, they were supposed make to make a big ass mess yeah, yeah. Right, pop, pop it, it pop goes it. all over the place <laughs> it was supposed to just last still during the quarantine it. but it's doing so well that the governor actually expanded it he said it can governor. continue Governor? He's getting like ten percent of all yeah. alcohol yeah, sales, no, he's right? Probably. He's a fucking alcoholic. Bitch has a big yeah, ass mansion up in Austin. That's when he told everybody we can open up now because yeah. he was all wasted, right? 
yeah, we're gonna open up on. And he like what day is the calendar? He spins, yeah, he spins the calendar more. right, like the globe, and hits it. <laughs> Texas, we're open up. What's today? My finger April landed 31st. on May first or April thirtieth. So we're opening only, up tomorrow. only Texas and Australia can open. <laughs> like bitch, like governor, you don't have jurisdiction over Australia. They're opening up tomorrow. They're opening like, up, goddamn. Yeah, that's I bot- drink, I that's drink. the bottom line because <laughs> Governor <laughs> Abbott said so. <laughs> I'd respect that's him a lot more if he did that, that dude. Yeah, yeah I follow I him, bro. I trust him. I don't I have that much respect for him. But if he mm. were to say that. Yeah. You know who I really want to run for president? He's kind of like teased at it before. But the, the Rock? Guy, the Rock, dude. I'd <laughs> yeah. vote for that motherfucker, I'd dude. I'd vote for him. <laughs> like, <laughs> you, just, you just, like if Putin, like if Putin or any like other. He'd rock know, bottom You know, not not just gives him like some back talk. He'll just give him that people's eyebrow. Imagine he'd be, like a, he'd be in like a diplomatic debate with uh, Vladimir Putin. He'd be so Putin. Or what do you, not you know, even the that. Imagine so Putin, him. what do you think? Like like, well, it doesn't matter what you think. I'd like to believe he'd be like the Democratic candidate. Imagine The Rock. Imagine him debating Trump. It doesn't. It doesn't matter what you think. Trump. Badass. Yeah. Well, the fucking Trump used to be on WWE, bro. And he'd he came on like WrestleMania's and all that. The Rock. Huh? <laughs> if you, the Rock it says doesn't. the Rock, I'd vote for Stone Cold. <laughs> I'd vote. No for doubt him. in my mind, I'd vote for him. Yeah, man. It's crazy. You, how many people would actually vote for? The oh, Rock? I guarantee I'd, you, I'd he'd get up there. Him. Yeah, he'd get up there. If, for sure. if the Rock came out and said, you know, I'm running for president on the Democratic Party. And Stone Cold Steve Austin is running as my vice president. Oh my goodness. <laughs> if you're some man. But every time The Rock came out, you know, to give a speech, he, you know, he had dun, to pay the fucking dun, song, dun, dun. dude. <laughs> the Rock says, The Rock, Rock, The Rock says. <laughs> That'd be That's crazy, fun. man. Would you want to live in a country run by The Rock? Shit, we live in a country run, run by, by Trump. Trump. I guess I'd much rather live worse. in a country run by The Rock. What's the difference? Yeah. Rock at least has the big fan base as far as like Instagram. Every other country though probably like and see that country there. They're just it would be bad though because at least (laughs) Trump has some sort of credibility that I'm a businessman or whatever. So is so is the Rock though. He has that film industry that he's starting and all that. Rock's pretty smart, man. Yeah, he is. He came from nothing and like you know that's kind of what I value. And I'm not saying I don't value Trump and stuff. You know he might be a great businessman, but he kind of you know, was born into that inheritance, right? They were already rich. You know, The Rock, they were poor as hell. And like, where he's at now, where he's at now, you know, like, he, it's self-made on his own. Like, Shit. he's, he's done that, Well, all WWE that. made him, dude. That's well, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. that doesn't take away from his hard work, right? Oh, no, no, definitely. Dude, if you watch his Instagram, a lot, the reason why so many people follow him and the reason why so many people follow celebrities is they're like, inspi- and even like Kobe, R.I.P. Kobe, the reason why people loved him so much is because you got to respect their work ethic, man. There's no doubting it. You could hate him, love him, but you got to say, damn, that bitch works just like The Rock. Works left and right. You know what I mean? So. Speaking of Kobe, today's his daughter's birthday. I saw that. The Mambasita. Mambasita yeah. is what he would call her. What was her name? Gia? Gigi. Gigi. Oh, Gigi. Yeah, that's G- sad. Gianna. Do you yeah. guys feel it a little more because you're parents? Because it's just sad in general. Like, you're like, damn, that's sad that his daughter died. A little girl, 13-year-old girl passed away with her dad What I think of, I mean, when I think of the whole situation is what Kobe must have been feeling, you know, yeah. as a parent. Like, if he yeah, did I mean, know, I don't, we don't know yeah, the situation. But it, it had to be going down way too fast for them to even think about it. But I mean, if even a split second, thing, though. A split second, that must have been the It must worst have just been like, you know, sh- kind of moment. Life. Like, damn, we're, you know, and then boom. It like, was you over. don't even think about your own life. That's about to end, I'm sure, in I mean, a as, split second, I mean. As blunt and tragic as what I'm about to say sounds, you kind of hope they died instantly, you oh, know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, because people are going to be damned. You know, that's harsh, those, that's one of those, uh, 
And it's again, it's blunt and people can say, oh, you know, something like that you you wouldn't want to live through right yeah. you know paralyzed probably a vegetable like honestly man yeah. like you know not only for yourself but the people that are gonna have to be there yeah and it's know. easy to say that from like outside looking in because you ask their family like damn would you want kobe back even if he was in a wheelchair they'd be yes yeah give me my daughter back even if she can't walk anymore yeah. like we love her and that for much. sure and if it's just a yeah. matter of they're not gonna be able to walk again of course or but like but said, even a vegetable in a, a coma yeah, yeah, like yeah. don't even know it's maybe like damn it's better if you do go yeah. sometimes yeah. and that's the hard decision and it, i mean it's easy he, for us to it's say it's easy for us to say but know, if that happened to one of you guys and like, say hey they'll never talk to you but you'll be there you're probably gonna say well i want to try and it's not even like maybe like now it's like hey man we we don't have that relationship but because of the relationship we did have that with that much love we had for each other i'll carry on it's gonna carry on even in this state where you can't speak anymore you know yeah so man it's just we talked about a lot of things from aliens to life to feminism and it just goes back to what we always say man you just gotta it's all about priorities and what means the most to you in life you know just you know love love i guess love your loved ones as redundant as that sounds but you know you just got to appreciate you know and sometimes we 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 always say yeah man we've heard that before Mm -hmm. but we 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 do as human beings we 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 take it for granted a lot of the time um and we always think that there will be a tomorrow but you know not trying to be a goddamn philosophizer (laughs) oh now you're a philosophizer but uh, no, I mean, it's it's true, though. Sometimes we take things for granted and we always feel like because we're young, especially, you know, like that not us. it wouldn't happen to no, us. No, no, it like, won't wait, happen to me or, or you know, yeah, I was a dick today. I was stressed out. I got yeah. mad at my kids tomorrow, and my wife. Yeah. Tomorrow I'll make up for it. Like, no, what if that time doesn't come? He's going to go in and spank Mikey. You know, I mean, right? I, I, I even look back at Kobe ever, and like I was fucking really, I was devastated for like a week. I think what that's why it hurt so much because it was like Kobe. Like, like man, like well, I told Jonathan this. And that's the thing. That's the thing. That's happen, the thing that should you know, snap like, into reality for you. Yeah. That it happened to this guy that has millions upon millions of dollars. And so he has right, the best security. You know? he, that doesn't. He's you gonna know, get the best of the best. Yeah. And it still didn't prevent death him is from unbiased. You know, it goes right? after who it wants. And it, it, that's the thing. You know, yeah. and when it's your turn, you know, it's your turn. And, it, your and turn. they hit us a lot. One because you kind of, us especially we grew up watching them. It's like watching your favorite character in a movie, your character favorite character in a TV show. And I and I don't mean a reduce kobe to a tv show or a character something fake and fiction right now he was actually a real person had real feelings so i don't want to read but for us i didn't know the guy personally yeah. all i knew is from what i saw on tv so for me all i see is him on tv he's a character to me a tv show you know a uh, character on like my favorite tv show the nba tv show whatever you want to call it so it was just crazy to see that man but yeah so i think that's a good a good stopping point for tonight yeah. mandy g no, what so you think mandy i think you added a lot of values mm-hmm. it was cool hey, having you on so hey. so 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 so, I'll so. see if I can convince them to let me on again at some Mo- point. Not gonna happen. Well, now just honestly on the uh, on the real, like, uh, so you're part of this, right? You're not just a yeah. guest. Um, you've been doing a lot of work behind the scenes, and now today was your first day on, and yeah. I'm sure everybody will be seeing a lot more of you and hearing a lot more of you more They're than like, anything. Oh, so. no, oh God! Please. All really the women much? are like, not that, not bitch. that girl, not that traditional bi. <laughs> She's against feminism. Yeah. But, yes, you are. Yes, you are. Don't but now, anyway, it. guys, uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed. Again, you know, not to sound like reruns, but uh, if you can go hit that subscribe button, hit that like button. Um, we definitely appreciate the support. Like we said, we're still a work in progress, um, learning every day because we are working every day every on trying day to improve everything. So um, until next time, cheers, guys. Thanks, Take guys. care. Have Easy a good guys. weekend. Stay Take safe. Stay clean. Bye. Have a good night. Bye.
this it's okay. He can edit that part. Let me get him. Just, just leave it. I don't want you to have something to do something like that. Got it there. Got it there. But I mean, it's because he just didn't want to. 